Get the bullshit. <clears throat> Get into the so-called art.
should be talking about that on the air. Okay. We were just having an interesting conversation. Interesting, to say the least. Well, I mean, it, it's a... I can't hear myself. Oh, there, there you go. go. Sorry. I can't, hear, I can't hear me. Engineering. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, Donna Summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, not what you were saying, man. Well, I'd like to talk. I mean, I, I thought we were going to... I came in right before we started. I... Uh, Took the train in, and uh, I that's just, Dave, Dave's back. By the way, welcome back, Dave. Thank you very much. Uh, All right, cool. I am not Mario, um, <laughs> but uh, no one is. I was hoping that there would be like a three-song tribute to Donna Summer, and we would, you know, I didn't get a lot we'd, of. We'd be sharing Donna sh- Summer stories about um, um, working hard for the money, and uh, well, she had did, a lot we, of hits. We did talk about working hard for the money last week with John Travolta. He did work hard for the money. Oh wait, <laughs> I, I don't know if we were going to get into that, but. Look at this. You can't see it because we're on the radio, but right. these guys can see it. This is the wow. Daily News. They have a picture of him in his, uh, his uh, staying alive regalia, and it says gay and alive. At the top of it. <laughs> With the photograph, too. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't have to pay for it. There's that. a new guy who called him a great kisser, and he loved, gay, loved guy sex. Ah. that is. Isn't all sex with at least one man involved guy sex? Yeah. I mean, no, not lesbian sex. No, I said with at least one guy involved, unless you're watching. And then, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, but Randy Rendezvous, on a That's interesting. I mean, that's nothing. No one, everyone knew that already, right? The uh, John Travolta is gay story. I guess. So who was it? There was some celebrity that said, you know, John Travolta should just come out and say he's gay, and he tried to sue her. It was some. I forget what it was, but uh, that was a couple of years ago. So, right. Oh, I thought I was thinking of Tom Cruise. Well, yeah. Well, that happened too. But anyway, so so before we we came on the air, I was I was talking about um, the fact that I I worked from home today, and um, you know it, it's the best. It really you know you you work at about maybe twenty percent productivity. I hope no one I'm which is <laughs> which is fifteen percent more <laughs> than no, I give in the office. Unless the, it's I think it's me, hairdo, and unless the other viewer right now is your boss, you're in the clear. Awesome, <laughs> um, but. Uh, you know, you, you just get into this rhythm that just, you know, you dawdle around and you don't do anything you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. I had two conference calls. And I just, I never get over the, the fact that I can scratch my balls while I'm on a conference call. And you can, no one you knows. can do that anyway. It's a call. <laughs> I mean, you can, but I'm usually in like an office with a bunch of people, you know, right. huddled around a phone that you can barely hear. And this, you know, you're on that's your... How you get your... That's how you get more room. <laughs> you don't have to huddle around you anymore if you scratch your balls. <laughs> but, um, you know, you, you order food and I... I um. Was telling a story about uh, well, you know what? No, let's not talk about that yet. It's too early in the show. <laughs> it's okay. too early in the show to it's, talk it's, about. It. We're not. It's a seven a.m. show. We haven't we haven't hit that uh, cutoff where the kids are in bed and you know you can you can tell those stories. Right. Well, you don't want to blow your wad in one shot. Exactly. Literally. So to speak. <laughs> oh, so if you want to call in, I give out the number. I get, you keep getting yelled at that I don't give out the number enough. And <laughs> since there are only there's only one person listening, and it's Carrie. Carrie, the number is 718-577-2716 if you'd like to call in. Oh, come on, Carrie. Dude, give it a shot. Give well, it a buzz. Let's draw them in. Uh, let's talk about phone numbers and phones. and uh, oh, Pay phones. God. It was so, such a great night. All right. So. Oh, yeah. I snuck into the Rangers game with FUD. Okay. And it was great. And FUD brought his brother, who looked like uh, something out of the Sopranos. Goosh, goosh, goosh. With, like, a, the Charlie Sheen bowling shirt. And the whole, you know, the the gray, like, coiffed hair. Did you walk through the back like the scene in Goodfellas and the Copacabana? Like, they, they, they walked you through. He's tipping everyone 20s on the land. <laughs> <laughs> no, we walked right through the front. I probably shouldn't say how I got in. But anyway, that's not the point. We got in. 
We were wandering around. Nice. And uh, Fudd's brother is like a, let's just say, he's like a real gindaloon, let's say, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Right? There's no Italians listening. It's just Carrie. She's Irish. <laughs> And uh, so he's like, he's a retired fireman because he, uh, you know, I hurt my back because, yeah, right, whatever. And uh, some guy comes over, he's like, oh, you can't sit here. And he flashed him his, he doesn't, he goes, I flashed him what is my ID. So he doesn't have a badge or anything. He flashed him his ID. It's like fireman ID. So how the hell did, who I don't know, you the guy let, I, I can't tell you. Okay, it's not Fudd's brother, in other words. No, no, oh, no. I Fudd, Fudd like, what does he not have no. idea of work in the garden? Fudd and his brother were tagging along with me. Oh, my I, deal. I'm sorry. I missed that point. So anyway, we get in fucking game seven of the uh, Rangers. Stanley Cup semifinals against uh, the Washington Capitals. Des- decisive game seven. Rangers win. It's fucking great. Everything's coming up. Pull ahead. I meet Artie Lang. At the game. And how was, was that? Fucking awesome. Was he a good dude? Very nice guy. Was he cool. fucked up? No. He seemed sober. Didn't have a beer in his hand or anything. And uh good for him. Yeah, I took a picture with him. He was totally cool. And Fudd goes, Hey look, it's Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> and he points right at him. I I wouldn't never saw him. Oh, it's fucking shit. funny because we ended up in a suite. So we went from like what? sneaking in to go into a suite because oh, I don't know, something is... with Fudd's brother again and the fireman. <sighs> That he had I some other guy went. in the suite, and he, we got these suite tickets then. So we go into the suite, cool. and we're sitting there for a couple minutes, and this guy goes, the guy who has the suite, there's a bunch of kids in there playing on their like, DSs. They're not even watching the game. Like, the guy goes, all right, yeah, we're going to start a tab, so you know, get your cash out. And I was like, yeah, all right, see you. And I walked right <laughs> out of the suite. I'm like, Fuck this. Get your cash yeah. out. Oh, my. You know how much that is in the suite? I don't know. I'm, it, I wasn't sticking around to find it is, out. It's beyond, beyond insane. Yeah, yeah. I'll take my chances at the, the, the beer cart. Yeah, right. definitely. That's a cheap. That's the cheap way to go. Yeah, and that's that's fucking almost ten dollars a beer, probably or something right. like that. That's oh, why I go to Islanders games where they give you free beers. Or do they? No, well, no, I mean they'll do anything. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I used to get student I, tickets and they were five dollars. It was awesome. I could sneak into uh, Islanders games without without a hookup. I used to. They have the smoking corral. I would just walk up, but after the first <laughs> period, be like, just jump in line. Yeah, nobody cares. Rest. Nobody gave a shit, and I would have like the best seats. I, you know the best. You'd have to look for a good team playing them because otherwise, yeah, it just yeah, sucks. yeah. You're watching the Islanders. But then it would be a like bad game. If you're watching Blue a good Jacks. team. Yeah, and, you know, you're guaranteed. <laughs> That's to blow. true. If they played somebody bad, it would be an even match, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So anyway, leave the. It was a, everything's going great. Leave the Rangers game. Like an idiot, I go. I have to go to the bar to have one more drink. I lose everybody. Mario's Mario had different seats. He was actually he had a legit seat down in the 200 section. And Fudd went back up to the suite, so I'm standing behind my friend's seats, and we're celebrating, walk out, go down to the bar. The whole the people spilling out into the street onto 8th Avenue, screaming, we want the cup. Everyone's going nuts. That must have been awesome. so cool. I, I got my phone out. I'm taping the, the crowd my phone because it was insane. You know, it was like I thought like a riot was going to break out. Oh, no. And I got my picture with Artie on the phone and everything, you know? Uh-huh. It's a good thing I uploaded it to the internet. Good thing you sent it to the to bar. Me. I'm sitting there. I'm talking to some guy. I put the thing down for two seconds. I turn around. And the phone's gone. Uh, what What bar? <sighs> oh, some someplace on the west side Irish there? Some bar over, over Tierna there. Tierna Oaks, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Fuddruckers? I think was it was it? called Fuddruckers. <laughs> <laughs> Patio Furnitures or some crap like that. And, uh, yeah, so I lost my phone. It sucked. Couldn't find it. I had to call my wife, get her out of bed so she could, like, remotely try to nuke it. But they never turned it on, so I guess they know. Because uh, once it connects to the Internet, then it uh, 
that's when it, the nuke takes effect and it wipes everything. Right. And I couldn't remember if I had to find my phone thing. So there were two cops sitting outside the, outside the bar. They were there for something else. I walk up to the cops. I'm like, oh, the, these guys, are, they're way into this. I read in the newspaper that they love to find people's phones with the app. These guys are like, yeah, right, buddy. Well, they, you, you asked two beat cops. Fuck. You didn't. You got to go to the station. The car. You yeah. got to go to the station. He goes, why don't you ask the bartender if they have a videotape? I'm like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'll get right on there. I wouldn't have thought of that. Um, well, I start walking back into the bar. The bartender goes, did you call the cops? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're public enemy. No I'm using the bar. this fucking old phone I found on the ground. It's a piece of shit. Found. Ouch. What is that, an iPhone 3GS? No, 3G, not even the S. You don't even oh, get an um, S. I went to the... Uh, uh, the I wish we had listeners in, like, third world countries that would be like, I would kill for that, please! Real please bring me phones! First world white people problems. This phone barely problems. has video. <laughs> I can see the pixels on these photos. What the fuck? Yeah, right. Facebook takes five minutes to load. It sucks. Oh, that, phone does nothing. It blows. blows. And then I, the, the, no, what I don't like about it is I have no phone service at work, but I have wireless. Right. So I you can use iMessage thing. I, 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 that's gone. So that that's that's actually been hurting me this week because I, I text with you quite often when you're. There's a ripple effect. Me losing my phone affects everyone it's, around me. It, it's like when the kid with the ball, <laughs> you know, the kid with the only football in town, gets grounded. You're like, can you, come on, that's bullshit. <laughs> like, we want to play football, yeah, and you right. screwed us all. Let Johnny out. Yeah, that's that's crap. So, yeah, that sucked. But it was a great night, and the Rangers won in. Um, so it wasn't free after all, really. What? It cost you a couple. It cost you an iPhone. I spent, yeah, it's a $500 mistake. Right. That's a, no, that's a $500 game. Forget a mistake. Yeah. Don't call it a mistake. Just say, well, I paid 500 bucks to go to well, the I game. Well, I didn't. I actually went to the Apple store the next day, bought a new phone for $450. was 488 plus tax because that was early eligibility. And then the next day I, I go, I don't have four hundred eighty-eight dollars in return at the store. <laughs> I, you know, I I just recently did the upgrade. <clears throat> Eligible upgrade after two years or whatever it was was still two hundred and twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? I thought like Eligible upgrade, you're gonna swap me out with the, the right. good one? No way. They, and they got you by the balls. I'm like, you have a refurbished one? I don't care. I'll take no. They don't do that. Well, I went to AT and T. I didn't go to Apple, but that was bullshit, man. And uh, not even online do they sell the refurbished phones. They sell AT and T sells them. This is really exciting radio. Yeah. AT&T sells them, but... Uh, but it's knowledgeable. It's only for new customers. Those people are humps. They are humps. Can't I you hum- sign up your kids or something? Like, can you do some oh. kind of shady stuff like oh, that? And, like, dude, good idea. Dave, that's a great fucking idea. Jesus Christ. Mm. Hmm. I mean, that's what, that's what I would do. Or get, you know, hmm. get a Metro PCS phone or something for like two months until your... Con- When's your contract up? No, Late November. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. All Ooh. summer, man. I'm going to be at the beach... The pool. Uh, wow, we're really vo- starting off with a bang here. Volleyball game. Carrie, you still there? <laughs> I, I figured out the problem. I think so. I think gonna, yeah, I think she is still there because she said, "What? I'm not good enough for this story, you fucking a holes." <laughs> Get your own private radio show, right? That's now. it. How's that feel for all you podcasters out there listening late? Late on the jump. That's right. And the podcast thing, I'm, I'm, it's something but, I just can't get actually, it, man. I can't get it working. I don't know if we discussed this, but Rangers. I want to just go back to the Rangers game for a second. You have Rangers tickets back in 1994. How much were their face value on tickets? Twenty four dollars. No, that well, how, no. How much was Stanley face Cup value? Final. 
Oh. For this most recent. This, this I don't escalate. know, but I never had a ticket in my hand. You didn't see one like lying around? No, but I'm sure they were. Um, one? Probably the worst seats were probably 250 something yeah. like that. 200 I mean, levels, I think, are like $400 or something. So like we're right. talking like just, yeah. just to go in the building, realistically, was a yeah, $250 two, two yeah. per head. Uh-huh. I'm seeing here on a note that. Uh, yeah, those are Mario's notes from last week. He left <laughs> tape to the speaker. Yeah. The Rangers games were thirty dollars in ninety four, which I'm, I know he's Stanley Cup Finals. I, that's crazy. I, I mean, yeah, I know we talked about this, but inflation. like that's that that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> well, even look at look at concert tickets. I mean, you know how much I paid for you know your average show was you know I'm talking big ticket show like shows you'd have to go to Ticketmaster and you get told the ticket. When we were younger, when we were yeah yeah, that would be like twenty nine dollars yeah, exactly. at most. And now Gazi shows were five dollars. They were five dollars. And, and today, what are they now? Five dollars. Unbelievable. Oh, forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, you, you're paying whatever band. I mean, how much do Lady Gaga tickets cost? You know, like those it's are probably hundreds of bucks, right? And I remember, you know, the first time I saw Van Eagles? Halen recently, and they were and they had good seats, and they were, oh, I think, over two hundred dollars each. They just canceled their tour. Yeah, really? Why? Whatever. They didn't give a reason. They just, but they have like twelve shows remaining. They're postponing the last thirty, which is a weird. They added like a second or third leg to the tour. And then they just they just today or yesterday. Hey man, uh, <laughs> fuck you guys! I'm out of here. So they just postponed the last part, which or they are calling it postponed. Um, what a bunch of idiots! They can't keep it together. They can't get along for five fucking minutes. Now I read one. Their side of the story says that they want to recharge their batteries and give the fans a good show. Mm-hmm. It's getting stale mm-hmm. at the moment. That sounds that sounds like code for like someone's on coke or something. Or DLR's right. voice is. Shot, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, completely. But I saw them, and they were fucking fantastic. Yeah. Now I'm sort of biased because I wanted to see it, but right. they were awesome. Like it's like one of those things where, like, well, I paid two hundred dollars for this ticket. In my I'm mind, it they're going to be good no matter. No, what. but I, I would be, I'd be realistic and honest about it. And I, I, yeah. I walked away very, very happy. Like that was <laughs> fucking pretty cool. Like you know, and he didn't do any high kicks or any bullshit like that. Uh-huh. Now I didn't see them on this album tour. I saw they played like a couple of shows at MSG. With David Lee Roth and no high kicks, I expected like samurai swords and tattoos and bitches. Oh, I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see that. I well, got. I went to work today. It was uh, all classic. Let's uh, do a side job, and I got in the truck. It was Joe's truck, and uh, that album was in the CD player. I listened to most of it. I it wasn't it so him. bad. It's, that song is horrible. That song, and they led with it, and that was, I don't understand, but. That song is atrocious, but the rest of the album is. It just sounds like Van Halen, right? If you if you like Van Halen, which I do. Um, Fuck it. It wasn't bad. I was, I expected to be wet much more disappointed mm-hmm. than I was. Wait till the album where Wolfgang starts writing the song. <laughs> right. No, I, although that kid can sing. Like, I thought yeah. the Michael Anthony back Like an vocals. angel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure can. Let's see him do the, uh, you know, the karaoke star maker app on the, on the phone to take me out to the ball game. And we'll talk. Because <laughs> that guy's got a voice. And, oh, they, they stole my phone and take me out to the ball game song is on there. Uh, oh, we have it. We, we have, have it archived it. on right. the radio show. Right. We did right. it. Uh, oh, that I'll was work wonderful. on the, I'll, You know, I'll yes. give that. To, when's your birthday? I'll hook you up with that tomorrow. Yeah, good, <laughs> good. I have nothing to do tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but um, other big music news. Um, I, is anyone a Sabbath fan? The whole Bill Ward shit that's going sure, on. Like, yeah, I was yeah. really surprised about that. He. I you know I thought you know it's classic greed whatever but he offered to play for free and they said no really no yeah, I don't know about free one. I think that he said that it was unsignable he goes and I could do it for free in other mm. words like, I don't need the money yeah. but, but the- wh- wh- he goes I did this once already with them and I didn't say anything about it because I, I read a lot about this and he went on to say like I, you know I, I the last tour I did was unsignable but I did it 
for the fans and whatever. They were awesome. I saw them on that tour. Yeah, and I were, thought they were going to suck. It was great. I went to just see like the Nassau Hill. Coliseum. They were fantastic. Well, the guy that's standing behind the stage that's singing all of Ozzy's parts that he lip syncs right. yeah, to yeah, yeah. is apparently amazing. <laughs> I, no one knows his name, but I mean, that's. They were the, one of the loudest bands I ever saw. I couldn't believe it. Really? They were unbelievable. The award yeah. was great. But yeah, you know, it's all, in, you know, in my mind anyway, it's all fucking that, that woman. Yeah. Sharon. Ozzy's wife. <coughs> I hate her. Didn't they welcome him to play three songs, and then the other guy was going to play all the They did, oh, yeah. Right, yes. Yeah, oh. they offered him yes. three songs at the um, Birmingham first, yeah, show. Yeah, the Birmingham to show. To see how Dicks. it goes, like as an audition for him. But, w- but then there were rumors today that said uh, maybe he couldn't hack it. And that was the reason, but you know, could he knows? hack it last time? And did he play? Okay yeah, last he time? played fantastic. He played good. Because I know they did one. Of the, they didn't. They he do. Was, was there some? Was it Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something where they had two drummers and they have one on like set up full kit on hand in case he like dropped the ball? And it's like what the he fuck? did have health Shit. issues. <clears throat> he did. He I know he did have health issues, but when uh, when I saw him, he he was well, able to handle all the tunes, man. Well, can you handle the tunes? However, many years ago, I think it was 2005. I went and saw Ozfest because it was Maiden and Sabbath headlining. So I only went to like the last three hours of the show to see those two bands because that's I don't really feel like sitting outside all day getting hot and drunk with a bunch of Lamb of God fans beating me up. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I went and uh, that night it was the second of two nights in New Jersey, back to back nights and. And this had been the trend I noticed during the summer. We were like midsummer when this was when this was happening for me. And uh, on the way there, we heard on the radio, Sabbath is not performing. Iron Maiden will do a headlining set, which for me was actually better. Almost not better, but it was fine because I love Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the long long and the short of it was Ozzy couldn't hack it. It was Ozzy's voice that was yeah, holding them down. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, they're they're sixty, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's understandable. My, I, I, I'm sick of Iron Maiden, by the way. My 60-year-old uncle who called in on the first show. Uncle Ken. Has, a, has a, his old man blues band, and they do uh, Sabbath songs. And right. you know, they seem to cut it. I yeah, mean, I don't yeah. understand. Well, I mean, when you're out on the, on the road, man, every, playing every night, you know? Yeah. I had a friend that actually um, did uh, some of the sound for a couple of Ozzy shows. I think he was at Jones Beach or something. And he told me that Ozzy wears a diaper <laughs> because he can't control his bowels. So, because he's so fucked up, and he that's actually awesome. will shit and piss himself while he's playing wow, shows. That's pretty cool. That, that's that's a, like that's challenging. G. G. Allen. Yeah, <laughs> except he doesn't throw it on his the audience and shit. And that would be something to see. Like, right. if, where, why is there no artist that's just taken a con- entire left right. turn later in their career and just decided to start throwing their shit at the this audience? Next number is entitled. Uh, like, I'm gonna fuck you with my lo- with my light switch penis. <laughs> Like, wouldn't that make news? I mean, it isn't like, you know, Collective Soul or Dishwalla somewhere out Whoa. there. Like, they, they, if they, <laughs> That's if so they... weird. I just read about them today. Really? Collective Soul? Yeah, they're playing Irving Plaza. Is it they... the... Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Had to... If John had his phone, we'd be playing it right now. But... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they sold my uh, entire Collective Soul record collection too well, I actually was watching something on VH1 they had like the top songs of the 90s and Collective Soul was on it and they were just getting bashed by every like talking head person they had on there and uh, they were like you know they must have handed out flannels in 1993 and they you know decided they needed to be a grunge band or something and they have them on now and the singer looks like Joe Elliott from Def Leppard like he's got like this quaffed like blonde hair mm-hmm. and uh, he's, he's like you know we're independent now we're, we're bringing it back to the fans we're more real we're about to put out our seventh album which we're really excited about and it's like 
dude, there's six other albums out there of Collective Soul material wow. that someone owns. Like someone has gone yeah. to fuck those? someone, and they've come home to their house and looked at their record collection while they're pissing or you know making themselves. Yeah, because I keep my records in the bathroom. <laughs> well, no, you know, while they're in the bathroom, <laughs> you know, you, you, always check, you always check out someone's house when you know. Yeah, oh, sure. totally. You know, you, you have sex with them? I misunderstood yeah. that there was actually somebody else in the house. I, I figured a Collective Soul fan was just forever alone. <laughs> you <gotta be laughs> singing Shine when they come. Like, yeah! <laughs> Flat. I noticed you have a quite large C section of CDs here. Let's take a look. Ooh. <laughs> One of the first things I noticed when um, I moved in with Jess, uh, my girlfriend, is that uh, she we were combining our record and book collections and our CD collections. Uh-oh. And um, I'm I'm meticulous and anal, and I want everything in alphabetical order. Right. So I I'm do alphabetical of... and chronological. Oh, really? I do both, chronological and alphabetical. Ooh. Oh, badass. But I have a crap attack. <laughs> we're going through her records, and I'm kind of, uh, her CDs, and I'm sorting them in, Don't have a crap attack. <laughs> and I'm sorting them in. Rapped. She owned both the Home Alone and Home Alone 2 original motion picture soundtracks. And wow. I realized, I had a moment. I have to admit, I had a moment where I was like, I have Revenge of the Nerd soundtrack. Home Alone 2. What could possibly be on that? I don't know. It might be mostly score. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. Like, was there was there any like? <laughs> Is there a score? Really? Maybe she had them when she was a small child or something because she's pretty young. I mean, yeah, it's possible. She's like still. 16. Why would you hold her? on? I mean, she's she's moved three or four times since then. That's something that you, every time you move, you have that moment where you look at something and you go. Yeah, this is worth taking. I want to yeah. lug this. Or oh, you already. don't throw something like that away. No. <laughs> don't have a crap attack. Although I do have um, one of my prized possessions is my signed D.D. King Standing in the Spotlight album, oh, which is D.D. Ramone's rap album, for those of you that yeah. don't know. Oh, I and know um, I actually, um, when I, I, I met have the, it. when I met the Ramones, I, I, you could bring, they were signing the- Oh, weird, you did that at Virgin Megastore? Yes, yes. That's fucking awesome. The, the anthology, and uh, you could bring one other item, and I was That's thinking what of you what went I with. So I brought D.D. King Standing in the Spotlight. Did they all sign it? No, no, no. I only had him sign it. Um and I walked up to him, and I, I gave it to him. And I had met him once before through George Tab. And um, George Tab from uh, Furious George. Yes, yeah. And I used to uh, roadie for them, so he was he was the guitar tech for Johnny. So I'd met all of them before, and uh, I gave it to him. And uh, he made this face, and I was like, I, you know, I, whatever you say, what you want. I love this album, and he goes. Yeah, well, I I, I tried. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, there a video? Uh, uh, there is a video for. Oh, um, um, oh shit! I have the is album. It the Crusher? No, no, it's not the Crusher. It might be a uh, oh, make no money. Something about money, I think. I'd have to look. Uh, whatever, whatever happened to George Tab? Anyway, um, he actually got sick. I know, I remember that from the MySpace days. Well, the thing is, he, he claimed to be sick from nine eleven because he lived downtown or something. It's he had really some kind of fun, and it's really weird. I mean, like I, you know, I was really close with him for a long time. He was kind of like uh, my parents. I was like fifteen. My parents would let me go on tour with them and stuff, which is mm-hmm. great. Um, oh, you're a big uh, Furious George fan. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was it was fun to be. You know, you went on tour with them as a fan, or well, you were I, I sold their merch and stuff. Oh, okay. And, well, uh, yeah, it was look fun. at you. I know, big fanboy. And uh, <laughs> thanks. I think it was. And, uh, <laughs> And uh, <laughs> can I sell your merch? Yeah. Sure, kid. But um, after I remember he lived on in an apartment down in Tribeca, and um, his comment was always like, you know, if the terrorists ever bomb this place, you know, I'm at ground zero. And I remember him saying that in the wow. late '90s. Mm. And then when it happened, it was almost like you know, prophesizing something and having it come true. Yeah. And he, I think he just you know kind of 
lost it. You know, like yeah. it was just like one of those things where it was just like couldn't handle the fact that he knew that was going to happen. Lived there anyway. I mean, right. in all fairness, it was a sweet ass apartment. He had like that one of those artist <laughs> artist deals. Right. So it was all like models and actors and celebrities that lived in this building. And he was the one that was paying like two hundred a month because he had like the special government deal. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. He and then you know I, I I'm still friends with him on Facebook. I'll talk to him every once in a while. He'll do like those continental reunion shows where right. they like turn continental back yeah. from like a douchebag date rape bar. Is he back still into- sick? Good old Trigger. Yeah, Trigger. Oh God, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, Trigger. Trigger. Uh, Is that tri- the sound uh, Trigger man? and I have done a couple no, of bad Noel, deals on drugs. The doorman. Yeah. Noel was the sound guy. Uh, Trigger was the owner and the sound guy that always used to wear the Vietnamese hat. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Um, he was actually, there was a fire a few years ago and he was on the news cause I think it was his building that was on fire and, uh, <laughs> he made some off color comment on like on the news and everyone right. was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> really? Uh, but, yeah. I'm sick of these black people starting fires. Oh, what? <laughs> I was always, I, I don't know. It's probably really wrong and, uh, unfair of me, but I was always, uh, skeptical of George Tab's story. About being ill and oh. asking for money, but I could—I I don't know. Maybe I'm just an asshole. I mean, I, I think I think he could be it's true. Like a Seinfeld episode, man. He right. I mean, like you know, of all the people who live downtown, I, I don't know. Just something didn't add up. I know. Maybe this, he was, I know. You know what? Maybe he mental. took CJ's story. CJ was cleaning air conditioning ducts. CJ Ramon right. uh, was cleaning air uh, AC ducts down there, mm-hmm. and you know, said like, "I'm having problems." But he didn't. But he's he's sub- since said he's fine. But anyway, but like nobody gave a shit about him. His and job he didn't ask is for to a goddamn air time. conditioning ducts. Of is course he re- he's sick. It doesn't matter if the buildings fell down or not. Yeah. Right. But he was doing those surrounding buildings. Right. Right. Who like, gives a fuck about? C- I mean, I'm, fr- I'm friends with CJ on Facebook. <laughs> Everything's in all caps. It's like half misspelled, right. and it's like he's one of those people that welcome, like that wishes everyone happy morning, New York City, on Facebook and uh, shit. And it's uh, like, yeah, it's like there's a reason why you shouldn't friend anyone that you have any respect for as an artist. Not that I would say C.J. Ramon is someone I have respect for I, as an artist. Maybe that's yeah. his way because he's like socially retarded and this could be, on, you know, this, I could be wrong. Yeah, but he's just dumb. Right. Yeah. He doesn't, this is the only way like he knows how to like connect with his fans. Well, you're that probably was, yeah, holding him up to some kind of high standard. I mean, he's a bass player, you know. Hey, well, sorry. In, <laughs> from in Long the Island. Ramones. It's yeah. not like you, you meet the guy and you expect him to be like, uh, so anyway, you know, E equals MC squared. <laughs> That'd be awesome if that's all he said. You, know, like you, you went up to him and were like, hey, CJ, I'm a big fan. E equals MC squared. That's right. I expect you to know elementary physics. It's basic level. <laughs> Apparently, John Hulan has really high expectations for his rock stars. That's what I think smart people say. E equals MC squared. Oh, God. Suck <laughs> around all day. Mm, theory of relativity. Is that the same thing? No. I don't know. I'm dumb. I'm a bass player in a rock band. Uh. And, hey, and come a keyboard on. player. <laughs> <And> keyboards. <laughs> piano, man. It's piano. That, is there a least Honey. attractive instrument than, than playing keyboards in a band? Like, I mean, no. Um, saxophone? No. no. Saxophone, at least you have that moment. I mean, yeah. I watched Eddie and the Cruisers recently. and the, the, the <laughs> Sax player in Eddie and the Cruisers. That guy looked like he got a lot of poon. Oh, you know, because you have, or Clarence Clemens, you know, like you, you have right. that moment where you get up in the spotlight. Keyboard players never really have that, unless you're. Jerry Lee Lewis or, you know, Little Richard, and you're this front man who also plays keys, um, you're kind of stuck in the back. No one ever gives you stage room. I mean, the kind of shows that we play, 
right. play on tiny stages. You're buried yeah, in the back. And the keyboard takes up a, l- a lot of real estate. So like, and every single time we set up, it's always a small stage. And I set up the keyboard, and like Hugo and uh, the other guitar player, like like look at me, and we're like, so where are we gonna set up? And they like, you can tell they're kind of like pissed that I'm leaving there. Yeah, but you always take the front, which is the best. Do I? Yeah, you you're always dead center of the stage. It's fucking awesome. I just try to find a place, man. I know, I know. Hey, I, I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying, <laughs> you do good work. You get you get your face out there, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm two wrong notes away from selling the merch. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I played keyboard for a while, and it's the worst. I realized one thing as a uh, keyboard player: the only reason they keep you around is you're the guy that has to hold down E, so everybody could tune to you, and otherwise. <laughs> Otherwise, it's pointless. You can't move around on stage. You're just standing there like an idiot. Right, who else is going to play uh, Fleetwood Mac songs in between in between real songs? You do play wonderful <laughs> songs in between in between fuck flex songs. I, I, was... I wish uh, you know they have the little uh, at the studio that we rehearse at. They have, they have keyboards there, and they have the little um, like the little wiggler thing on the yeah. side. The little oh, yeah. Waddle, waddle, waddle. yeah, yeah. And you could do that wing song that do uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I know what it is, and I can't it's think like of it. It's a wing song. It sounds like it's like four songs rolled into one. If we ever I think Red Hot knows it. Band on, band on the Run. Oh, Band on the Run. <laughs> yeah, Band on the Run. I thought it was going to be some I just couldn't think of the name. Song. I got stuck. <laughs> I knew what be wee 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 woo was. Yeah. And, you know. Uh, you know, I'm only doing it for dancing Mike because he cracks it up every time. <laughs> No one should do anything for dancing Mike. <laughs> he doesn't do anything for himself. Dancing Mike rules. <laughs> he gets a bad rap. <laughs> um, I saw you talking to Dance and Mike at the show I, I talked to him today actually Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, what's going on there? We have a little love affair <laughs> yeah. A little smooch A little smooch and desist You guys weren't talking to each other for a while It's not We weren't talking Mike, to each other a lot Mike uh, Hairdo and Dance and Mike used to have a radio show That's true He was my, he was my first radio guy Mustache and mullet It was a good time Look man. it up on uh, iTunes It's probably still up there right? I don't know I, you know, I don't actually know. I should probably look into that. Yeah, you should. I'm probably getting... Somebody's probably selling my shit all over Europe, and I'm not getting paid. <laughs> Dancing Mike's a smiley guy. You can't dislike a guy that's that happy all the right, time. Right, and he looks exactly like um, the guy from the Knicks. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jeremy Lin. No. <laughs> Tyson Chandler is a black Dancing Mike. And Dancing Mike's Puerto Rican. He speaks no Spanish, which is even better. I speak more Spanish. <laughs> yes, I... I Telemundo. <laughs> Hugo said something. He What was he calling Cinco de Mayo? Sixo de Mayo. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dancing Mike. <laughs> Damn it, I was saving that for our sixth show. <laughs> trying to find a song here. Yeah, no. You are definitely a rock city. Shove a laser pin up some motherfucker's ass. It's that guy right there. All oh, you people have been looking out to me are awesome. I want you to tell I want to tell y'all something. In every crowd, there's one or two people who just don't belong here. Now, if there's anybody here with those little lasers, if you want to come up here and meet me, I'll personally put it up your ass so far it'll come out your mouth. Now, I know you want to bring that to school tomorrow when you go to sixth grade, but leave it home when you go to shows. Sixth graders don't like Kiss. Bullshit, I loved Kiss when I was in sixth grade. 
Hey, you asshole with the laser, right over there. Bring that guy up here with the laser. Come here, schmuck. Take the laser out one more time. I'll put it right up your ass. Promise. Was he planted? Was this like part of the show? I'm starting to think it is because these are like three different shows that I put together. Or there's a guy with a laser pen that's following Kiss around. Come on. Oh, finally, I get to go up on stage this time. I bleached my asshole and everything. Put it in your pocket or I'll put it up your ass. Okay? That's his go to line. He wants to put everything up some guy's ass. He sure does. But then you see he changes character. Now listen! He's mad at the spotlight guy. People, tonight we got some rock and roll for you. Are you up for some rock and roll? Eh. It's the greatest. That was uh, quite a medley. Thank you. Sure was. I put I, that I, together long before the radio show, and I never got to play it. I have. I have. I'm looking I have a, for a song. I'm like, I'm playing the laser montage. I think I have like 34 of them in a row. <laughs> on like another like of my own montage, but some of them aren't all laser related. It'd be great if you went really back to like the seven. Remember those when you go to Barnum and Bailey Circus and they have that little flashlight with the tiger head on, and you can spin that. Yes, that thing was awesome. You with the tiger head. <laughs> Fuck you, hey, asshole with the tiger head. Come on up here, schmuck. <laughs> this ain't no fucking circus. <laughs> this is the psycho circus. This is the psycho circus. <laughs> You're in the psycho circus. I need to. I need to bring a drive next time. Those things to give out. Like, hey, asshole with the hula hoop to, that lights up. I'm gonna. I'm spinning that, and I'm gonna shove it right up your ass. The next time Kiss plays, I'm gonna stand outside the stadium and sell laser pens and be like, "Meet Kiss with this pen. Only twenty dollars." <laughs> <laughs> your backstage pass. Can you sign my laser you pointer? You gotta pull it out of your ass. But. <laughs> hey, how you doing? You got something for me to sign? Yeah, laser pointer. Listen, schmuck. Asshole. Looks like a fucking alarm on a bad day. I'd like to sing a little bit of my first movie song, which was uh, Love Me Tender, so I'd like to sing a little bit after
drunk as a skunk. Apparently, he's kid, now he's kissing a woman in the front. First row. Joe Namath, then Elvis. What the hell is going on around here?
Ah, what was that we heard, Dave? That was the Nuclears with uh, Public Animal Number Nine, which is an Alice Cooper song. Um, they're actually a local band from New York City. Um, Nick <clears throat> Vivid, if you've ever played Trash Bar or been to Trash Bar, uh, used to do the sound for a long time and uh, kind of got together with a bunch of guys who uh two of them are brothers they look like um the hansen brothers from Slapshot. they're huge washington oh, capitals awesome. fans and uh they are amazing amazing dudes like they have a song called um uh what's it uh something fast cars loud guitars they're just like total glam rock kind of you know in the best way possible and uh they do a bunch of covers that they release as podcasts and that was one of them um again alice cooper song uh they absolutely kill it it's great that's great well, that's good. That's probably yeah. Uh, I, was, I was digging it. Before that, uh, we heard Police Teeth, which uh, I lost the album, the record cover, so I don't know <laughs> what the name of that song is. But it was also good. But it's banned from uh, uh, someplace in Washington, not Seattle, I don't want to say. Maybe they are from Seattle. I don't know. Olympia? That's no, the they're not from uh, Olympia. Thank you, Rancid, for teaching me how about Olympia. <laughs> Bellingham? Something like that. Is that a place? Wow. Yeah, it is now. They're, they're a good band. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't spent a whole lot of time in Washington. Have you? No, never, never been there. I've never been west of Vegas. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Or south of. So you've never been to California. Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> I stop at the poker room and I stay there. Wait, if we cover, are you afraid to fly? No. Okay. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> that you're okay with? Yeah. I'm okay with it. Uh, that, that, I'll that tell you why. I'll tell you why. Why? Once I'm on the plane, it's it's out of your hands. You know, I'm good. It's out of your hands if you're in the passenger in a fucking car. Yeah, but the plane's not doing loop to loops. It's going <laughs> straight. You know, like <laughs> you know, like a roller coaster. Oh, or you and your yeah. Every time I get on a plane, I, I walk to the uh, to the uh, what do you call it? A door, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I slap the side of the plane, and I go, "Come on, buddy, <laughs> you can do it." And, and it seems it. to work. I'm still here. Yeah. Right. I do that with no, my No, I don't freak out on the, <laughs> on the plane at all. My mother freaks out. She flips. I She's prefer like, not to fly. Starts hyperventilating and stuff. Yeah, I prefer not but to I've fly. Too, but I've gotten over it in recent years. Yeah, I'm good with it. And the only thing I can't handle is those little prop planes when you're doing regional flights. Like I never my, been. My on. one time to Washington, I did that from Oregon to Washington, uh-huh. and it was. I remember sitting on like I had a wing seat, like you know, like a, I could see. I like. I mean, there wasn't a guy out there with like a pair of weird gla- goggles on, like you know, spinning the propeller. But it was still frightening. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, if one of these goes bad, which they do on like every TV show, like Lost and you know, God knows what. I I don't I I didn't trust it. I have to be honest with you. I mean, you're you're used to the technology being where it's at, where you just are so disconnected. I wouldn't know what a jet engine that is failing sounds like i mean i would just i would know if it was on fire and the wing fell off but i mean like i've seen memphis bell i mean i've seen that shit where the prop like falls out and some dude that i've only seen la bamba (laughs) (laughs) that's all you need to see (laughs) (laughs) fuck those three jerk offs except for buddy holly i was gonna say buddy holly was all right Eh, whatever well richie valens you know you know if they didn't die it's the big bopper that was the crumb that the crumb bum on the deal yeah oh uh, that guy's more famous because he was on that plane right right right, we can thank god that that waylon jennings wasn't on that plane because he was almost on that plane and that would have been a disaster. yeah that would have sucked for rednecks everywhere no dukes of hazard theme for us waylon's awesome the uh Wayne Newton. David we, Allen Coe would have had much more of a career. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, just drop the N-word. You'll be famous. Yeah, no, I, I can't do it. Uh, which, uh, speaking of, of David Allen Coe, if you ever go to the Patriot Bar 
um, in Manhattan. So yeah. I've never been to the Patriot. No, is that like Cowboy no. Bar in the city? Uh, it's it's down. By um, the way, uh, I just want to say I love David Onko. I'm sorry that uh, the unfortunate use of the N word in that. No, he's song, a, he's a yes. great. Yeah, he's great. I mean, he is the you know quintessential country musician that that just you know has some songs that you just don't want to show up on your iPod playlist right. when you're and, playing I'm, it at a party. It's a great, great song too. Mm-hmm. Well, there's much worse ones than than um, what's it? You never call me by, by my name. Is that the one that uh-huh. has the? Um, um, no, um, uh, it's his big hit. I'm actually. like a devil on the Lord, working like a on the human board. Yeah. Uh, that's, that ain't country. Wait, yeah, that ain't country. Yeah, you can kiss my. I, I love it the line like that because he, he has such, his goal. Shake a bucket, burn the flint, a flop a flu. You. But a, a bunch yeah. of, he has great lines in that song. Like, um, does he? If that ain't country, oh, it'll hair lip the Pope. <laughs> that's that's that's, that's a great. Song. And then he, you know, he name drops a lot. So he's like, you know, I've I've, I've seen the Grand Old Opry and I've met Johnny Cash. If that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass. That's fucking brilliant. Well, or if you have a laser I've pointer, I've met Johnny Cash. He's met met Johnny Cash. He puts that in a song. I met him. That's country. Is it? It's not name dropping. That's Hollywood. Well, it's not like I hung out with Johnny Cash. It's not like we like did lines right. off the same like, girl. That I mean, would have been that. See, that's a that's a think fucking he would song. Be a contemporary with Johnny Cash, but he's like you know admits to being just a shook my hand fan once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Well, he has that whole song about riding with the uh, ghost of Hank Williams. I mean, uh-huh. so yeah, he is kind of a fanboy. It, that's uh, interesting. But well, you know, they, there is that cross, uh, uh, you know, whatever what? pollinization. <laughs> 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 with country artists Waylon, um, uh, Waylon did uh, that song um, I don't think Hank done it this way you know? mm. Who sang Convoy? Chris Christopherson? <laughs> <laughs> yes I, think so. no. that's, that's, I have no that, idea These I, are the I important think Convoy questions like that keep me up one. at night <laughs> Well Convoy the movie is available on Netflix it's, if you're What? A, it's the, the worst what are we Sam, doing here? It's the worst <laughs> Sam Peckinpah movie It's uh, the man who did The Wild Bunch And um uh, among I many love other. Convoy. Convoy is not a good movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? Not a good what movie. have you been watching? You're not watching Convoy Two, Electric Boogaloo, are you? <laughs> now, see that would be that would be a movie I'd watch. <laughs> the the kids at breakdance to like save the Convoy community. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's if Netflix actually does suck. And anyone welcome no, to call they, in? No, no, please. Are there call so in. are there so many choices that I can't find a movie I want to watch? Yeah, no. Call in seven one eight five seven seven two seven one six. Five seven Gable, seven Gable. two seven one six. But I mean, fiddly d. I, I I pay for Netflix every month. I watch maybe one movie a month on there, and most if of that. it. I, I think I've been paying for it since it came out, and I think I maybe watched two movies. Yeah. Well, do you do you have the DVD plan as well, or now you just? <laughs> no, online? I went straight to online. I went straight that, to online. Yeah, that whole debacle where they yeah, fucked well, everything. The up. online thing is a fucking stick in the ass. Yeah. There's nothing good on there. No, no. See, I don't know if television, bad television. I don't know if there's nothing good on there or no, if it's, it sucks. Because I mean, like you know, there's no way the three of us are standing here agreeing there's nothing on there and there's something I don't out even there. Go on it. I couldn't tell you what's on there. Well, I I, I kind of browse it for like an hour and like look for a movie and then I'm like, up. Oh, I don't have time to watch TV anymore because I just browse this fucking shitty movies right, for an hour right. and I didn't yeah, actually watch them. anything. Because you never, it's it's hard to commit and say, okay, I'm going to watch this. Yeah, or it's you watch tough. the first five minutes of it there's and then you're like, this something, sucks. Something else. To, to look at there, you know what? It has a distinct lack of 
80s comedies. And that's usually what I want to watch when I'm on Netflix. I want to watch fucking Caddyshack 2. I want to see, I I th- see Vacation. Yeah, exactly. You know, or, you know, <laughs> Caddyshack 2, Jackie Mason. Yeah, 11 cents. Amazing. Dad. Totally it, underrated movie. I don't think I've seen it. I'm sure I've seen it on cable like passively a million times. But well, the I can't funny, remember one scene from the movie. The funny thing is, is I don't, I don't uh, like Caddyshack because I'm not. I'm not a golf fan, and I know that that's one of those quintessential movies. What? You don't like Caddyshack? I don't think it's that funny. It has nothing to do with golf. Well, I mean... I've never seen it. What? I've what? never seen it. Be- I saw, like, the Are tail ends of it on TV. fucking kidding me? Of all people, I know. I should, I've should. never seen Caddyshack. Nope, I've never seen Caddyshack. The movie Caddyshack. I, I, with I, Chevy Chase. I, I do this show with a bunch of sheltered oh, weirdos. I, I, I've I don't seen know. parts of it, like, you know... You can't help but see them like in either best of shows uh-huh. or whatever. But I, I have never seen Caddyshack in full. That that is that that's unreal. I I, fe- I know. I, Dave, well, don't listen to Dave because he's out of his mind. The movie's <laughs> hilarious. See, I, I what's I'm, so funny about it? Where's the, like what's your funniest part? But like, I, wa- but I don't know why. But Weird Science is funny, and I can't tell you why. It's just fucking funny. Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Damn it. Um, there are certain movies that don't. That's why I'm not in charge of the sound effects. Let's go while we're young. <laughs> there's certain 80s movies that don't hold up. I mean, speaking of Rodney Dangerfield, I think Back to School is a fucking atrocious movie. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Oh, it looks good on you, though. <laughs> First of all, I grew up at Back to School. I had th- maybe three VHS tapes growing up. Uh, Ghostbusters, Back to School, and Gremlins. And Back to School is a fucking hilarious movie. No, Maybe it's, it's because it is. Maybe well, Pleasant Dreams isn't a good album. What do you think of that? What do you know? What do you? <laughs> apparently, it's me and Dave's favorite. How do you? How do you? How can you throw down like right, that? You, you guys don't watch Caddyshack and listen to Pleasant Dreams. Get the <laughs> fuck out of my garage. <laughs> First time I've heard it called a garage. But no, let's be honest. No, no, no. come on. Caddy, uh, Caddyshack, I hear, and I, uh, same thing. I, I, saw, I finally saw um, what's that Mel Gibson? Uh, not Mel, Mel Brooks movie that everybody loves. Caddyshack. No, that's the wrong. Caddyshack. One. No. History of the World Part One. No, the other one. Caddyshack? Fucking Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Right. I had never seen that, and I watched it after like you know twenty years of hearing about how fucking funny it was, and I didn't love it. I'll tell you what. It's if you don't watch Blazing Saddles when you're a kid, uh, which I didn't. I can understand that Mel, Bo- Mel Brooks humor is not uh, for everyone. It's uh, kind of like obvious. The bean oh, yeah, little, scene is like yeah. You watch yeah. it now; it's almost like it's it's that generation's okay. Ace Ventura almost, right? Dumb and Dumber, you know, you know just like, to, to edit everything out except the Harvey Corman and the sheriff scenes because that guy, uh, what's his name, Cleavon Little, right? Yeah, that guy's funny. Yeah, he's funny as hell. He died, he died a weird. I think he died. Death. Of AIDS. He died in his forties. No. I maybe I'm wrong. I don't think he died of AIDS. I think maybe he, I'm it wrong. Was some right. kind of weird circumstances. Anyway, I don't. We know. got a but, fact checker but, on this. <laughs> but you guys are nuts. Caddyshack's hilarious. What's so funny about it? I I, um, did, uh, I I didn't Bill ask Murray. He asked you. Oh, wait, why. he does a funny voice. What? Who cares? That's Bill Murray's weakest role. Ted Knight. No. How'd you like to mow my lawn? Ted Ted Knight's pretty. You know awesome. what's a much better? And Chevy movie? Chase is the only funny thing he ever did besides you, the vacation movie. Uh, what about Three Amigos? What about? Oh, all right. Spies, I'm with you there. Spies like us. So at the movie theater. Spies like us is a great. That's I have street cred. I saw that shit in the movie yep. theater. Spies Like Us, I mean, has the best line Spies ever. Spies Like Us is a terrible <laughs> movie. movie. What are you sucks. talking about? That movie's amazing. That movie stinks. When, they, when, when, they, when they're spying on the Russians and they're playing um, Soul Finger and, and uh, Dan Aykroyd goes, uh-huh. Soul Finger, by the Bar K's. And Chevy Chase just goes, they must be having trouble getting gigs. Always cracks me up. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know. Like, There's certain parts of that movie that just One line doesn't make a movie funny, damn it. <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> You listen. That's you're the beginning of the uh, the fall of Ackroyd as far as is losing his funny. It's, no, as far as losing weight. <laughs> I never thought he was that. I always thought he latched on to other people to be funny. 
Dan Aykroyd? Well, so did Chevy Chase in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, Chevy I Chase, mean, you know, I think Fletch is his only real, like, star. Fletch role. is hilarious. That, Fletch is amazing. Right. That, movie is, that movie is top to bottom hilarious. Like, no, I, what kind of name is Spoon, anyway? <laughs> you don't think he's the uh, main Dr. character? In the, in the, in the, <laughs> the main character in va- the vacation movies? He's the star of those movies. And then there was that stupid movie he did with Goldie Hawn, whatever the name of that piece Foul of crap. Foul Play. Foul Play? Was horrible. Yeah. I liked that when it was on WHT when I was, like, six years old. So that was, uh, I hate Chevy Chase. I think he's a fucking kind of a douchebag and, and once once you know that someone's like a, an asshole he, it's hard to he laugh at me what out they on the do. phone didn't he yeah yeah well, welcome to the club yeah, no but he, chevy but chase I, if you're listening call he, in 718 yeah he called me and cursed me out uh, for no reason because the weather was called bad. me on my 3g <sighs> oh jesus so angry <clears throat> by the way so uh me me and you are gonna sit down and watch caddyshack like okay I, i'll listen i'm down with that and for, you know rodney just runs the the, the whole movie you know, I actually read a a book. I or like there's that. something about his performance in that movie, and it's they said ad libbed, right? No, no, they said he was the only one that couldn't ad lib, and he needed all his Bullshit. lines written down. I don't think so. And he was completely a slave to the script, and he was also a perfectionist, so he would do the same part over and over again. And everyone hmm. was like, "All right, well, you know," because before that movie, he wasn't in a whole lot of movies. He was a comedian, so he wasn't really right. well known. And as he's an actor. doing the same act that he does on stage in the movie. He's just repeat, yeah, you know, it's like he's Don just Rickles. You put jokes. Don Rickles in a movie, it, he doesn't play a character. Right. Well, I mean, unless he's in Casino getting his head beaten. Exactly. Into the phone. Amazing. That's great. Uh, but he's, I mean, he's great in Dirty Work. <laughs> dirty Work is 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 fantastic. I uh, I think like Norm Macdonald had on a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tearing tickets in Kuwait? Oh. And everybody's sucking sand. <laughs> Hello, ice cream. Are we having a nice time in there? Baskin Robbins called. We're down to five flavors. Look like a fucking alarm on a bad day. <laughs> Look at he goes you over to Norm. He's like, yeah. <laughs> "You're laughing because I called your friend a fat pig." <laughs> well, no, I was laughing because you. Did you ever see uh, your your fan of Larry Sanders show? Yes. Yeah. You remember never when they had Don Rickles on there? Like, I've never seen that. Oh, you be, I have the DVD. I'll just give them to you. Please. I won't even lend them to you. You could just have them. Okay. You're I'm welcome. not going to argue with that. Thank you. But uh, there was an episode where Don Rickles is on the on the show, and they're all the, all the writers are uh, are uh, following him around, like trying to get him to insult them. You know, it's pretty funny. Like, come on and do me next. He's like, leave me alone. Well, it's kind of like uh, it's like uh, he finally turns around. And he just unleashes on him, and he's like, you look like half a fag. You look like <laughs> <laughs> shit like that is fucking hilarious. People getting ragged on is great. Oh, speaking of people getting ragged on, you guys got to check. I think the videos on v- Vimeo. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I saw it today on uh, on the Facebook. Emo. I heard about it. It uh, it's a, a boxing gym on uh, Church Street, and there's all these Wall Street guys go in to get trained. Did oh, you I, see saw that? That. I saw it's that. Yeah, I saw that. Awesome. He's so mean to him. The like, boxing trainer just rips these guys apart. Oh, because they're just a bunch of pansies. They're just a like bunch of pansy white guys, and they can't fight for shit. Throwing two lefts. And but he's supposed to be teaching them, and he's like, it's it's a real footage of him, like you know. You're fucking retarded. He's like, hey, you're an idiot. He's like, you're a pussy, bro. <laughs> you're fucking retarded. Like, he goes, look, do I go to Wall Street and pick up a briefcase and start typing and shit? <laughs> so I beat the fuck out of people. That's got to be the best right. job ever. You know, like, if you're if you're a Calling class- people an asshole is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Job, like- you just get to go to your job, and because you're this great boxer, you get to just rip on everybody all day. I would love to do that. Oh, man. I'm going to learn how to box after this. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Why don't doing you go to him? Go. You should. Oh, Actually, Mike been... could fight. I've seen it. <laughs> that would be bad for He's everybody. no Wall Street. Uh, I've seen him beat up a guy three times his size. Hey, you know what? He was asking for it. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear this story. 
There's plenty of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them. I don't. I don't like to. I'm not. Not something I'm proud of, but my my. <laughs> not something I'm proud, of, but I'm pretty proud of this. Uh, no, no, but no. But no. My, I was taught as a little kid. My mom said, "If you don't, uh, if you don't hurt them, she didn't care if I won or lost. She said, if you don't, learn, but if you don't hurt them back, don't come home." I was like, what? "Wow, your mom said that." Yeah, she. But she said, "Like your make them th- make them think twice about that." <laughs> She's like, "If somebody wants to fight you, make them think twice." They I made hate getting into fights. I hate the feeling afterwards. I hate the feeling of. Maybe this guy's going to come find me now, you know, and uh, I oh, see, hate I love it. that. I, I love that it. adrenaline rush. I, I actually I uh, can't stand the anxiety. My girlfriend made me stop it. fighting, you know, and it wasn't. <laughs> really? Did yeah. you used to get into fights? What kind of shit thing? is that? She Dave, you used to be, didn't you used to be heavy, like a big dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, uh, now we're on it. I'm, I'm taking well, see, you to the school on some stories. So I, used to, I remember when I first saw your band. Well, I don't really remember. I don't want to hear about stories. Good. I mean, I don't want to hear about fat. But I remember you being fat. Yes. No. Yeah. I was. I was a lot. Big, I was a lot. Heavier. I don't know if it must have been in real life, though. There was a period between, um, like, post college and like. You know. <laughs> I didn't realize. I'm just trying to remember must if I saw it on life. the internet. No, we played I with think, we played yeah. with the fuck flicks at Charleston. Yeah. in, in oh, Williamsburg. Okay. Yeah, and that's actually the first time I met Jess. But um, yeah. I mean, I was always, and I'm also I'm six six. So mm-hmm. if I'm at a bar, are you really? Yeah. You hunch a lot. I do hunch a lot. If I'm if I'm at a bar, you're a liar. He's like a basketball player who lies about his height. <laughs> he it, gets up there, he stretches out his back. He's like, "Let's do this." <laughs> if I'm at a bar, in you know, invariably, if I'm at a bar and it's three in the morning, it happened a lot when I was younger, and I spent more time in bars. Um, if it's three in the morning and there's like you know a bunch of guys that are pissed off because they didn't bring anyone home or whatever, I would be the big target. You know, I'd, you know, you have little man syndrome or whatever. You know, right. Where you know, it would it would come down to someone starting shit with me. Wow. I'm like, you know, I, I'm not... You seem like such a nice guy. I'm not a violent person. I mean, like, I, but if someone if someone fucks with me, I'm going to end it. You know, like, it, it's... Right. I'm the, well, then the other thing I was taught was it's you or him. Yeah. Who's going home happy that night? You guys you know? are badasses, man. I also grew up... I mean, I grew up in, <laughs> in the punk and hardcore scene, and it's like, if you couldn't throw down, like, yeah. you were going to get your... You know, it's almost like prison in a way. If you went to, like... If you went to shows... Except for the rapes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You go to Earth Ridiculous. Crisis shows. <laughs> there were some vegan rapes at Earth Crisis. Just immature. <laughs> the um, uh, those early punk rock shows. Well, not even early. I mean, when I was playing with the the feces, there was a fight at pretty much every one of those. Yeah. Kings. Did you ever play Roundhouse? Roadhouse. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Almost the, every time. Well, the the skin the Nazi skinheads would show up. Oh, it's every like, time they'd show yeah. up and they'd look at, looking for trouble, and they'd always get their asses kicked. Yeah, it was hilarious. Kicked, it yeah. was. Oh, it was. I remember two men. Uh, I don't know if they still have the guy. Though. He had, they had a black drummer, and they used to Harry. Start I used shit to work with Harry. Harry, yeah, Harry was amazing. Um, Amstel Fuhrer was his. Was his uh, that's right, Amstel. Fuhrer. Yeah, I actually worked his with hockey. Him. He was my manager. Two at- Man Advantage is a, is a punk rock band that's, uh, that wears uh, hockey jerseys and sings about hockey, except for the singer who's not dressed in hockey. Hockey, jersey. but he should be. He's dressed in like a leather and a leather mask or something. But yeah, so they had a black drummer, and the skinheads would show up and try to start trouble. And Those it was a huge, huge club, which made it like conducive to that. To to just fighting like the back door would always be open because bands would be loading in and out and it would be like during the day it was really weird everyone always thought that Not like shows. everyone thinks Long Island is you know it's, it's, it's attached to New York City so like you know all the way, you go all the way out to the island and it's still kind of urban it's not at all. Like you get out there, there's there's pumpkin patches and farms and shit, and there are some backwoods rednecks out there. Oh, no doubt and about it. There was out How in Suffolk County. Nineteen thirty. <laughs> out in Suffolk County, there was a whole. <laughs> One con- day that will match up with something we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole contingent out in Suffolk County of these Nazi skinheads, and they were like mostly like pudgy little kids, yeah, you know, like you know, these with their with their boots and their bald heads, yeah. And they, you know, they, you know, it was like uh, they'd show up. There'd be like like four or five, or maybe even seven of them on a good day, and there'd be like fifty 
Oh, because people used to show up to these shows like a lot. Suffolk a lot of County people. representing. There was a scene out there. There really was. Uh, even uh, going uh, after that, they used to start. Uh, used to play in Belmore, which is a little closer to us. Uh, yeah. the Ground Zero and all those places, and uh, there was there was a real scene, a, a sense of. Uh, Camaraderie. We used to play Saints. It. You ever play Saints and Sinners? We used to play Saints and Sinners. No, a lot, I don't remember. Which was that. A, a bar out on 347 that was great um, for a while. Where the fuck is 347? Just to give you an update, uh, the Mets are getting destroyed by the Toronto John Blue Jays. John Neese is getting lit one. up. Yeah. But uh, I know an Irish guy who's rooting for the Toronto Blue Jays to score 11 points because he's in a 13 run pool. You ever see those? Yes. Yeah. Where, oh, wow. where I didn't know they still had a team. They're on track. Yeah. 1500. He's asking me last night right before we went to practice. I made a uh, pat outside the bar, and the Irish guy goes. Where, who who is Toronto? I mean, who are the Blue Jays? Where are they from? I go Toronto. He's, who are they playing tomorrow? I go the Mets are going up there to play. Him. He's like, oh, jeez, you think they could score eleven points because they don't fucking win? We'll see. We'll see if he wins. Fifteen hundred, fifty bucks get you fifteen hundred. Good for him. Yeah. So anyway, we're root, now we're rooting for Toronto. That was just an update. You guys can go ahead with your punk rock stories. No, I was just saying. I mean, like it was just it, that was that was my training wheels fights because you know, like it was yeah. never, it was never, you know, it was controlled. Mm-hmm. It was it was like being in a ring because someone would always pull you off before you hurt someone too bad or you got yeah. hurt too bad yeah, yourself. Yeah, because there's so many people. And the main thing about fights is really you got to learn how to take a punch yourself. You know, like and it, you can fight the biggest guy in the world, but if you hit him and he gets dazed and you just take advantage of that, like you're, that's you're awesome. Golden. Yeah, that's how I make my move. <laughs> hit hard, hit first, man. Yeah, just, that's it. When they, when they're make talking, them scared, like what the fuck yeah. just happened? When they come up to you and they start doing the what the fuck. Bro, like, and they oh, start when you hit them. They're, they're trying Nail to, they're trying to talk themselves into hitting you first. So just right. you just cut because right because the front adrenaline's flowing. They're scared. Exactly. So you just you just most throw the first people. Punch. See, I, I was taught as a boxer. Don't worry. Watch about what this. Happen- Johnny taught me this. What happens to your face? Don't worry about it till later. Like a lot of people. As soon <laughs> yeah, I can as, tell. As soon I'm looking at you. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> as soon as you hit them in the face, they freak out. Like fuck, what just happened to me? Am I caught? Am I hurt? Am I nose right, broke? Right. Am I screwed? And it's completely did. unnatural to be yeah. punched in the face. Wait, but if if you if you think ahead of ahead you're of time, you're in like shock. like you know what, I'll deal with that later. Let me fight back. It, right. it never right. ends. Now well I'm for the scared because well, you guys know I'm an anxious person, <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of anxieties, and I think I, now I start thinking of all the stupid things that could happen in a fight where you could really die. Like, oh, I, I could fall in a bottle. I could get. I could. This guy could just cut me in the jugular or hit me the wrong way in the head, and next thing you know, you're dead. Yeah, see, I think, like, you know what? I'm going to cut him in the juggler. I'm gonna <laughs> that's right. That's why I'm, I'm not fighting do, you. I'm yeah. doing all these other things because that's not happening. You got to cut that off. Exactly. I mean, and I've, I've had my nose broken four times, not all in fights, but, like, I'm, I'm used wow. to that, that dull thud that you, it doesn't even hurt. You just you hear gush, this gush. sound in the back of your head that kind of just, like, denotes that your nose is fucked. It's over. You yeah. had your nose broken, Ryan, too? I never had mine. I have. Yeah. It it sucks. It, what I made the mistake of going to get it fixed once, and that was even worse. Uh, the second time, I let it go. Yeah, um, my my, I'm all nasal now because like I, my septum got all fucked up. I actually the first time it happened, I was playing baseball in high school, and um. Oh, this sounds was, like bad. I don't want to. I hear was this I was a catcher. Oh, uh, yeah, I knew you were gonna <laughs> say you're a catcher. I knew it. I was a catcher, and uh, I know mask? exactly where this is going. And uh, you know, there was a there was a runner on second. Um, oh no, really? Guy hit a single. And the the runner from second was trying to be rounded third, was trying to make it home. And something happened. I, I don't know exactly what it was, but my glove was in the wrong place. And, and uh, uh, our, our left fielder had a fucking arm. And, uh, and it just, no hop, just straight up to me. And I just missed it. And it just pounded me right in the face. Oh, I thought oh, you were wow. going to say the bat. No, the bat. Because that happens a lot. I thought it was Well, it would be hard to get hit in the nose, though, on the backswing. Or wow, this was a real, like, choose your own adventure. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. 
<laughs> I have been I, I I have been hit by I I got my knee is fucked up from from a collision at the plate, but uh, uh that's not as cool as a broken no. nose from a long uh, left no. fielder. The one yeah. time I was, I played softball on Mario's softball team, the Stranglers, for two seasons, I was the worst guy on the team. And uh, they put me a catcher because it's the biggest pain in the ass position in softball. Nobody wants to play catcher. Softball, most, it sucks. Yeah. Most, most important position in, in, on the baseball field. But in softball, it's just like, yeah. uh, well, he can't play outfield. Put him a catcher, and you know, you're, you're just you're just breaking your ass the entire game. You're working. So, uh, <coughs> Frank, <laughs> who should, might show up because he has nothing to do. Uh, Mario's friend Frank, uh, who has a gun from right field, just got it to me, and uh, I got the guy at the plate. I put, I put my foot right in front of the plate. And I blocked him, and I got him out, and it was like this great moment where I finally did something good for the team. And I'm, I'm sitting there in my mind, like you know, thinking about I could have died. So awesome. <laughs> 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 no, I wasn't. There was no anxiety. I was, I was happy. And then, uh, of course, the guy uh, stole third on me and uh, ruined my moment. Oh. I, sh- I could have picked him off too. So. Oh come on! I know. I actually, Don't be so hard on yourself. This is why. This way. No, well, not. It wasn't a true steal. I mean, he ran to third. On the play, he saw that Hulan wasn't paying attention. No, you're not allowed <laughs> to steal. But guys would guys would take huge leads off of first to try to entice uh-huh. entice me to throw to first. I'm, and I'm I was afraid to throw to first because I throw it over the guy's head, and then the next thing you know, the guy's off the second base. I played uh, old man softball for one summer, and uh, I played I played baseball in high school and college, and uh, I was like, oh, yeah, this will be fun, you know. I like like you said before, I was heavier. I had gotten back into shape somewhat after the first game. You no, no, I, I was I was okay. I, I had actually because I started running at that point, so I was yeah. back into shape somewhat. And um, but I was you know really serious about it. I had played you know pretty serious games, you know, as, as serious as high school or college can get. What, but do you uh, mean serious, like you want to win or like yeah, yeah, like, I was yeah, I would hustle. You played and, college like, baseball, yeah. Really? And, um, yeah. Holy shit! And uh, I, I mean, I, I was on a team. I played. Doesn't maybe matter. Twice. The fact but, that you made it. <laughs> yeah. But um. Whatever, you weirdo. But uh, you could never do that. I was on first, and uh, uh, the batter at the time uh hit the ball to the second baseman, and I was like, all right, this is an easy double play. But I was like, you know, let me try and break this up because that's always what I learned. You know, you hard slide into second. You know, you right. break yeah. up the double play. Right. The guy who was it was like I said it was old man softball. Um, actually, he broke his leg, didn't you? No, I just I t- he was like an older German guy, and uh, I knocked him down, and he started having chest pains. And like, oh my god! Everyone, everyone was looking. At, I broke up the double play. I was really proud of myself. I get up, I'm clapping. You, you know, like, I'm man. like, yeah, let's do this. And uh, <laughs> and then this guy's lying on the ground. He's gonna like fucking die or whatever and uh and everyone's just staring at me like i'm a dick and i never went back <laughs> and i was like i can't go back to this they're like what the oh, fuck's man. wrong you with you stepped on his weird. neck i love as much as I, I love sports in my adult life i never played in high school or anything i was in the bands and stuff like right that. Uh, right and uh oh, i forgot what i was gonna say i shot oh, playing on the softball team it was like uh now i realize what it was like to like be the kid who wasn't picked and stuff like it was a weird softball team. Like it wasn't like let's all drink beer and hang out. Like I would bring beers and stuff, and guys were like, "Well, what my God, maybe I'll have one." And they're all serious about the game. Yeah. I mean, these guys yeah, were jocks. Like, these, this except not, for that's Mario, not, that's not a league. They you were need to be they in. were yeah. jocks. They were into it, like way into it, and they were like, they didn't want you up. They didn't want to. They wouldn't talk to you. It was if it you was, sucked, they didn't want. Yeah, they didn't want to be yeah. anywhere near you. Yeah, it's that weird. Was, I mean, our team was like it was half, a couple guys who were cool. And you like, gave a man a heart attack. What do you mean? Your yeah, team but it was, was half anything. It no, was it was, ha- it was half heart attack. Half old men, <laughs> half old men. But then the other half were like these 
20 and 30 year old, you know, 20 something, 30 year old something, um, Puerto Rican guys uh-huh. were fucking amazing. Right. Like, who were, like, who so were ready good. to give out heart attacks like <laughs> yeah. business. They, they would have done it if I didn't. seen an airplane where the guys are playing basketball and they all of a sudden, they, you know, they're just putting it in the hoop and slam dunking when the guys, <laughs> the missionary's trying to teach them uh-huh. how to play. That's awesome, but yeah, no, I mean, like that was. I, I would love to. If anyone has a an opening for a catcher or a first baseman on their so, their softball league, and it's I a, have an opening for a catcher, Dave. Ooh, <laughs> I got a laser softball. pointer for you. <laughs> <laughs> I had a laser pointer that's going right up there. Put it away, or I'll put it in your ass. We'll listen to Kiss and we'll uh, <laughs> cuddle. <laughs> Can we talk about Kiss? Is the fucking stupidest name for a band? Ever. Why? Yeah. That's the stupidest name. It's not the stupidest name. It's been around for fucking 40 years. It's not that stupid. Yeah, but you know what? Take it easy on the mic there, Mario. I'm going to have to edit your... uh... (laughs) 40 years ago, it was a stupid name. It's It's a stupid band. I just heard recently that it's it's short for Casino Park. I heard that, too. That Kiss is short for Casino Park. There was a Knights and Satan service, but whatever. It was a rumor that they used to say, but that's not true. But, yeah, I heard the Casino Park thing, too, which is a park that's about, you know, we could walk there from here. But Correct. Should we? Not know if there's a, we should. It's a nice park. They have a big lake and they just uh they redid it a few years ago. And um Do they stock the lake? Can you go fishing? Um No. Oh, well they, if they, they do. They stock the lake and uh It's not edible. <laughs> there's a, a lot of guys uh fish for carp there because ah. there's huge carp in there. But um the Koreans take them out. That's a big Asian thing. Like, <laughs> why do Asians love carp? I don't I, I don't know, but they're not you're not supposed to any freshwater fishing in New York is all catch and release in yeah. New York City. And uh they take them. Well, see, I mean, I fish on the I fish on the East River. I go for stripers and blues, and uh, yeah, man, we got. I, I have that written down because I want to ask you. Uh, the I East need, River. We need, we need to go fishing. Yeah. With. Did I tell you the other day I was in Astoria Park and because uh, my kids? I had saw you tri- posted on Facebook about it. and I was like, "What the fuck?" He didn't even tell me. He's like, "You, li- I know, I live across the street from the park." Oh, right? really? Yeah, I'm on. I'm, it's an awesome park too. It's I'm nice. on. I'm on Astoria Park South. But when I right uh, when I first got there, the river was fucking moving like you wouldn't believe that's where like, the stripers are it's shit. crazy yeah. there's, there's those currents are current, nuts yeah the, the middle of the river what are you two goddamn uh, grizzly adams yeah, what's going right. on over we're here? gonna survive yeah. and, and you're gonna fight a tree uh, you know what i'll fight the tree but i'll come over to your house and have your <laughs> and fish uh, now that i know the it's, shore, there, it's, it's available the water's ripping the other way i couldn't right believe by it the, right by the Hellgate. half right. hour later calms in yep you gotta hit the right times but right by the Hellgate, you gotta know where the rocks are too i've lost so many bucktails trying to find yeah trying to find out where the rocks are so, you got to uh, do something with that hook to, so it uh, bounces off the rocks. Yeah, you got to rig it up. It's a it's a learning process because I you know I am you know I went to high school and, and spent my later childhood years on the North Shore of Long Island. I was in Port Washington, and you could just fish off the beach there. So right, you know, that that's was, what I do with my dad in Long Beach. So mm-hmm. He fishes for stripers every day. That's pretty much why he moved out there. His house is uh, a couple houses off the beach. It's fucking great. Yeah, Jess is not crazy about me doing. You know, it's one of those things. Like, like, <laughs> Why? Well, Will she I, eat it? Will she eat the fish? No, I, I don't usually. I don't usually keep them. I, you know, I'll do the picture and post it somewhere. But um, you know, somewhere. But I, I mean, I actually we went fluke fishing out of Sheepshead Bay, and and we kept those, and we we ate them, and they were fucking delicious. Fluke's good eating. Yeah, striper's good too. I love striper. Striper's good. You barbecue um, them. Uh, you know, blues not so much, but yeah. Know. I, I keep the blues, though. I, I, I barbecue the blues. People are like, oh, it's too fishy. It's a fucking fish. Yeah. He means too fishy. Lots of people fish. like fluke or flounder. They're like, it doesn't. T- I love it because it doesn't taste like fish. It's like, oh, then you don't fucking love well, fish. Well, then, yeah, right? Then don't eat a fish. Eat a steak. But um, stop bothering people. here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I go up uh, to this lake in the, in the summertime, and, it, and it, like you said, it's, it's a learning process. It took me like five years to figure out how to fish this lake mm. properly and, and rig like, uh, you know, I fish for uh, the... the uh, Bass up there, uh-huh. and you know there's, a, it, it, but uh, it, you know he has so many weeds and all this shit. And finally, I figured out how to rig it up to make make like a weedless hook, and and uh, and 
and you figure the, out you the take method. the barb out on the hooks like so no i leave catch. i leave the barb in but uh you you stick it inside the worm in such a in such a way that it's the hooks is inside the body of the fake plastic worm so unless they're at, the fish is actually going for the strike, you're not going to hit and catch on anything. Right. Okay. Right. Well, so just, and once I, fig- once I figured that out, I was yeah. like, it opened up a whole new world. I started catching fish like crazy. Yeah. Well, what I mean, what I use usually is I'll, you know, because you saw the currents there, I'll use a one and a half or two ounce bucktail right. with a, a pork rind on the end. And I, I'll, I'll thread the pork rind so it kind of blocks the same thing, same, right. same process. Yep. So like, like the barb like, won't catch. Like a, like Shut a- up. Men are talking. Um <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I wish you guys could all see my face right now. That's kind of horrifying. Yeah, getting stuck on the rocks sucks. You sit there and you try to get it out for like 20 minutes. And, and that's, of course, when someone walks by and they're like, what are you catching? You got something? And it's yeah. like, no, I got a fucking rock and, and I look like a tool. With, yeah, with the rod yeah. trying to trying to, un, he's trying to free yourself. But, yeah. but I should show, if I had my phone that some asshole didn't fucking steal from me on 33rd Street between 6th and 7th Avenue... Motherfucker! I would show you pictures of these giant stripers we caught the last time we went out. We went jigging on the back of a charter boat. It was awesome in uh, Montauk. All right, let's talk. Let's let's. We're done talking about fishing. <laughs> I, I feel like I pissed Mike off. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't care. Fishing segment. <laughs> talk away. Everyone's gonna be like, next week, don't do the fishing segment. See, not as good. Came in here. Stupid ass motherfucker stole my phone. You know, I, I like to think that he somewhere is listening to that song going, this guy's got fucking talent. Right. He, he, <laughs> he's probably reading my radio notes going, this shows. So he's going to have like five viewers. He's actually one of our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she is. Well, the, if I, you stole John's phone, please call in with his yeah, phone. Yeah, please call in. If you stole my phone, uh, 718-577-2716. Dial. We'll trade you something for his phone back. Look yeah. What uh, can we trade? A fuck flicks download. I a have like fucking ass beating from my friends Dave Harrison and Hairdo. Where do you get they, that? Huh? Apparently they beat ass on the regs. <laughs> 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 not not on the regs. No, I haven't gotten in a fight since. I haven't put my hands on anybody since non-sexually. July of two thousand and what last years? year? I saw you choke a guy in July. <laughs> oh come on, man! July fourth was not. That doesn't count. <laughs> July fourth. You last, everybody <laughs> choked somebody on July 4th. And that, that guy was <laughs> the American trying way. to fight somebody else. He was already like had all the adrenaline and everything. And then he, he punched Mike by accident, I think, when somebody yeah, was trying he, to take him out. Or like he, maybe he, it's just because of the adrenaline. He, like, he punched me in the face when he was like getting thrown out of the party. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> and the guy was like, you know, twice Mike's size, of course. Mike's got him by the neck like this. <laughs> People pulling him off. Yeah, all I, all I remember was getting pulled off. And I was like, what? And not you remember sexually. getting pulled off? Yeah, not sexually, and uh, that 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 kind of stunk because I I looked like the jerk. Yeah, yes, yeah, you did. Well, my my last fight was so in. I walked out and I I gracefully left that party. <laughs> gracefully, as best I could. You choked a party guest. There's no graceful a party exit. Party guest who was already in a fight and getting thrown out and punched me in the face. <laughs> when you weigh it out like that, you got to choke somebody out. <laughs> Come on, man. I had no choice. <laughs> Hairdo's rules for life. <laughs> Somebody hits you, you choke them out. That's it. I, I understand. How about that fight we got into at the Continental that night? You got into a fight at the Continental? Sabra Cadabra was playing. Was it, due, was, it due to, uh, was it due to five shots of anything for $10? Because that, that'll kill you every time. <laughs> yeah. I think on the, on the other party we have, yeah. We didn't do anything that time. Whoa. Frank, leave my keys in the door. <sighs> every time Frank comes into the garage, he takes my keys out of the door. And he hands them to me. And then I lose them. Leave them in the door. I know where they are. 
or someone steals them. Frank, we were just talking about you because remember when you gunned that ball to me when I was playing catcher and you were in right field, and we got the guy at the plate. That was a great moment in my life. And then someone stole his phone. And then someone stole my phone. I had that on video. And he's gonna call in. Damn it! I'm so angry. If anyone has an, uh, an iPhone 4 uh, that they're not using, like in a drawer or something, they want to sell me, I'll, I'll I have buy a 3GS you can have. Uh, it's still yeah. better than the 3 Yeah, it is better. You, can just you know what, you know the what they card. did? Do you remember? Uh, did you ever have a 3G? They, they yes. did the software update. Yeah. And totally like it ruined, the, it ruined it. Ruined it. Phone, That's yeah. what I'm dealing with now. That's what I had to deal with. So maybe the 3GS, uh, it didn't affect it. Yeah, just it swap much. out the SIM card. You know how to you know yeah, swap yeah, that. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll no, I go to the Apple store, which is right by my job, and the guy does it for me. I'm I'll like, bring you next week. Swap this out. Where's He's your job? Bangs again. Um, uh, 60 something Street, on the Upper West Side. I'm not near I a subway. A, uh, Don't I worry about a, it. I run a hot dog cart <laughs> on 64th and Columbus. Come see me. <laughs> Dollar hot dogs. Want a hot dog? Want a hot dog? Dollar hot dogs. I, and, and, What's and, that? And no titties or hand jobs. Last week, we were, uh, I don't know if you listened to the show, we were going to send Mike to, uh, to the ho- add to the hocker, interview, the hot dog hooker. Yeah. Yeah. I would have gone. He, I would have gone. Ready to go. I, was, I, didn't, I didn't believe him. I was first like, this of, guy's not going to go, and he was ready. I, if, first of all, I wanted to just sample the hot dogs. Second of all. <laughs> <laughs> just so I was hungry. Just I, not I the sauerkraut, because that's. Yeah. No, sauerkraut all the way. Don't what be sauerkraut. Not from her. We had questions for it, too. I don't want her sauerkraut. Just yet. Let's see how it goes first. Let's let's purchase the hot dogs and let's see if she offers <laughs> up any let's skin. Let's start with hot dogs and, and go from we'll there. Go from right. right. Well, she always wears the bikini, right? I think so. Yeah. If yeah. she didn't, I would, have, I would have said put one we on. We talked about this last week, but she is she's not a. If you're listening and you're not, not a good-looking and girl. you're not from Long Island and you want to see what not Long Island looks New like. York. Long yeah. Island looks like that woman. Just this, yeah. like, oh no, like, it doesn't. Yes, it it's does. Pretty much Bullshit. It. That is South Shore. I'll Island. be out there in front of Pep Boys <laughs> on fucking Farmers Boulevard. No, that's in Queens. Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. She's she's not what Long Island looks like. Yeah, she I is. know plenty of cuter yeah. girls from Long Island. Dave's what Long Island looks like too. Kind of. I am what Long Island looks like. Oh, what, a reformed heavy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, watch my turntable, man. I'm sorry. I didn't know we were playing something. Hey, wait. A guy. All right. So a guy in the chat box has a joke. Do you guys want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah, shoot. All right. I'm reading this. I haven't read it yet. So there's this guy. There's this guy doing drugs. Think your favorite drug. He's sitting on the porch still smoking a little. Oh, I thought we were going to say it out loud. When his landlord shows up and landlord says, what happened? Oh, my God. Why did I read that? (laughs) And then it just trails off and he stopped typing. Tell the B joke. No one gets the B joke. Do you want to hear, hear, hear a good quick joke? Yeah. I heard yeah, this from Dean Rispler. What's the worst thing to hear when you're blowing Willie Nelson? What is the worst thing to hear while you're blowing Willie Nelson? I'm not Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> it was much funnier when I was wasted at your show last week. <laughs> What's the worst thing to tell Willie Nelson while you're blowing him? Stop grabbing my ears. I'm a pro at this. All right. On that note. I think I say I'm from the IRS. This might work. Fellas.
pretty set. Dave, you want to uh, explain to us what we were just listening to? Sure. That was uh, the Bon out of uh, Toronto. With, I'm going to get a beer. Keep explaining. Yeah, that was that was the Bon out of Toronto with uh, Hey Suzette. They're actually uh, the singer from that band was actually in a band called The Leather Uppers, which um, were absolutely amazing. They had a song called Don't Sell Hot Dogs Tonight, which was... Uh, <laughs> what, what kind of advice is that? Hot dog 
Well, it was, I mean, it was, it was, you know, advice to the, the hot dog guy, which we actually should have for the hot dog hooker segments. We should have her on the show. I'm sure she's not doing much. She's, no, she's in front of Pet Boys on Sunrise Highway. It's funny because we had that all, like, queued up and before the show. We're like, oh, let's erase. We're not going to talk about that hot dog lady ever again. We'll erase our whole diatribe. Well, I mean, I can it, bring it back. Yeah, I mean, let's keep it going until it's way past being topical. <laughs> Isn't that what Opie and Anthony used to do all the time? Uh, those, those guys. Wow. Those guys are hilarious, man. Mine. I'm just kidding. They suck. <laughs> How do you feel about Ron and Fez? Let, let's let's talk about our competition. Um, I haven't listened to them in years, but I, I like them. But you're you're a big Stern fan, so that's your like. Yeah, you know, I'm stuck with it. Do you still like? Do you still enjoy <laughs> the show? I, I I haven't been listening to it since uh, about a month before we started the radio show because I don't want to be polluted. <laughs> I'm That's like dedication. Do you, do you want the hot dog lady? I'm like Johnny Depp. If you want, I don't watch my own movies. And by I'm like a fat, ugly Johnny Depp. It's prostitution. I will be in a bikini top selling my hot dogs. <laughs> I love that. Selling my hot dogs. Hey. Cause she, it each. She calls every man chief. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you need, chief? What do you want, chief? Captain. She's Bud's competition. I like that, Sailor. I'm standing here with my dog. <laughs> I'm standing here with my dog in my hand. This is a great conversation, too. I'm like, hey, Mike, can you card up a, um, some stuff from Johnny Dangerously? And he's like, what do you want? I'm like, the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think we need to do more man on the street kind of stuff. Yeah, we, we need interviews and, and yeah, things, things of this nature. For it. If anybody, uh, <laughs> I haven't got the tits for. If anybody wants to go out and uh, I'll know, do, help I'll, us out, I'll do that. You got to pick my audience, though. I right, actually but, own. So a, I'm casting a wide net here. I own a hot five dog. viewers. I own a hot casting dog. a wide on. I own a hot dog costume. <laughs> So I would. Oh, love- that's what? what we were talking about yeah. the other day. I said, "All right, if she's not there, at least we'll send Mike out there just in a hot dog costume." And you have one. Yeah, I own a hot dog oh, costume. Fuck. Why not? Why not? That's what happens when you have Mario here instead of me. I mean, it's just- <laughs> let me tell you another you thing about when I was in Spain. Uh, we met the general, and I was tripping on uh, peyote. <laughs> and uh, oh, I had the pornography of the booze. And I had a crap attack. Crap <laughs> attack. Rough. Crap. Rough the squeeze gang rap attack. I don't even think he's listening tonight. No, he's out he in uh, where is he in or Rocky Point? Where the hell's Baldwin? Rocky Point? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> well, I have no. Oh, I have to go to Mario's kids' christening tomorrow, and I got a little thing to say about this. I mean, okay, children. shoot. He has he has two children, and he's had them late in life. And and uh, so is Frank, who's sitting here. Frank has also had children late in life, and both these guys are ready to shoot themselves. Really? Stop inviting me to your kids' fucking parties. I don't care if you want to send them down the river and and uh, bless them or, di- you know, dip them in blood, whatever religious kind of crazy... What kind of, of nut job shit do you go to, man? What kind of nut job shit is a, is a, is a communion? Well, Eating bo- the body of Christ. That's nut job shit. What you cooking, man? Frank's a Beer. pastor. He'll tell you, right, Frank? You're, you're uh, Frank. Great idea. Frank got roped into being a, a minister of some of his church. He has no idea what he's even talking about. You're a minister? I'm a deacon. He's a, a deacon. deacon. <laughs> Isn't that Kevin Heffernan's friend on uh, the King of Queens? I never watched that show. Uh, I've seen it. Hits too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> it's my yeah, life, it's but about funny. A, it's an unfunny fat guy. Yeah, it's way too close to home. <laughs> but, um, I mean, there's like... You know, when you're you're younger and you're in your in that, college and your early twenties and to mid twenties, 
you get invited to every one of your friends' shitty bands or like their their weird plays. They're all That's trying true. to be actors, and uh-huh. they want you to go to their shitty plays. Yeah, and like you you'd go, okay, this is going to end one day, but then it just parlays itself directly into fucking shit with their kids, right? And shitty kid weddings. Yeah, I don't care that your kid your kid doesn't love Jesus. He has no idea what the hell is going on. He's eight. I go for the food. I mean, like usually there's some good good snacks afterwards. But I mean, I'd rather be sitting. Uh, I'd rather be uh, working from home like Dave Harrison, scratching my balls and ordering Chinese food. Look well, at the bright side. Well, at you least know you're going to miss the Ranger game. That's the best part of it. What? Oh, it's an afternoon game. One oh, o'clock game. Oh, Mario! I'm oh. going to fucking kill you. I'm not going. I'm not there's going. No either. fucking way. I'm sneaking into the Ranger game tomorrow afternoon. What? Well, can I go with you? Don't bring your phone. Yes. Dude, don't, don't I have great. to bring my phone. Can, I go, I can you bring in. your friend? Can I go wearing an Islanders fisherman jersey? Sure. Stan Fischler? <laughs> Fischler. Oh, uh, it's uh, great. So I got stuck in a YouTube K-hole of watching all these uh, Tortorella press conferences and stuff, because now he's even really short with it. Well, U- someone's cell phone went off, right? And he, like, went ballistic? I didn't see that. I heard I heard someone, like, one of the reporters' cell phones went off during the press conference. But then I got into watching Mike Milbury's uh, greatest hits. What an asshole. What an asshole. And how does he still have a job? Didn't he beat the crap out of a kid on the ice or something or was playing his yes. kid on the ice? Yeah. He probably, he's sitting there the as a commentator. So there's a couple great videos of people, like, putting him in his place, like Jeremy Rona going, you're crazy. He compares Ovechkin to Crosby. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? And then uh, there's another video of Glenn Healy. Remember the backup goaltender for the Rangers in the yes. 94? I saw him fight. Glenn Healy's via satellite. And he just right how right. And I saw him fight like a John Van Meesbrook or somebody. Mil- Milbury's like, oh, you can tell in the locker room. These guys, they're not looking at the coach. I forget which team he's talking about. They're not looking at the coach. They're supposed to look him in the eye. And Glenn Healy's up there and he goes, well, maybe uh, all coaches aren't egomaniacs like you. And they don't need to be looked in the eye the entire time. And they're concentrating on the game. And they go on to something else. And Milbury's like in shock. He can't believe it. It was great. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Well, see, part of being an Islanders fan was hating Milbury for many years. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. And that was actually, you know. For those of you who don't know, Mike Milbury uh, used to be a player on the Boston Bruins, and he is most famous for leaving the stands in the garden uh, and joining his team in uh, beating on the crowd, and he took off a, a man's shoe and uh, beat beat the man with his own shoe. You know what, though? I can appreciate that. <laughs> Which is that. awesome. Which that's, is that's, pretty cool, I uh, guess. Y- you beat somebody with their own shoe. And he, the way he explains it is kind of. How awesome is that? Kinda, it was happenstance that the guy got upended and the shoe like he tried to kick Milbury in the chest so the shoe was there and he just he took it off he started wailing on him with it <laughs> and that's why hockey is the greatest sport ever <laughs> right. that's why Milbury is the greatest coach ever I don't know why the Rangers stayed on the ice why didn't they go into the stands start beating up the Bruins why, why bother it's not worth the lawsuits it also might be why why Boston is one of the greatest cities ever no uh, Boston stinks <laughs> yes I think he's being sarcastic there I was I've been to bunch Boston of, maybe five or six assholes. times, and uh, it completely sucked, except for the time we went to Fenway Park, where the fans were, and to see the Mets play the Red Sox, and the fans were actually really nice to us. We what? all chanted, Yankees suck together, and uh, it was 90 degrees. We were hungover, and yeah, it, it hailed. Fantastic. It hailed for 20 minutes on a 90 degree. Hail, really hungover, weird. 90 degrees. This sounds great. It was a what hail delay. No, Fenway Park is awesome. It's an awesome Not ballpark hail. built right into the into the infrastructure of the city, if you will. It's not put off I know. into some parking lot somewhere or uh, Yankee Stadium. It's like, you know, you walk out of your seat and you're like on the street, you know. It's really, it's cool. Well, when the Rat was open, the Rathskeller was the place to play in Boston and uh, there was, you know, you could walk out behind the Rat and Fenway Park was right there. Right. And, uh, 
you could see it from from that building, which was which it's is the same great. thing with uh, Wrigley Field. If you had an apartment near Wrigley, or even those guys on the rooftop set up the bleachers and stuff, you know. I had a friend that lived uh, right by Camden Yards that actually could like. Is this going on now? No. no oh, that. Oh, sorry. Oh, a fan just threw a yeah. water bottle at that umpire. Sorry, we're watching. And he admitted he's like, it was me. It was me. Arrest <laughs> me. Um. But yeah, Boston, what a city. That's like, you know. What I like about Wrigley Field is the uh the, is a brick there's <laughs> a brick wall in the in the outfield. So if you run into the outfield wall, you you smash right into a brick wall. And they put ivy on it so like that's going to soften it. Yeah. And there's I, a, I, I there's like a lack smash of smashing into brick walls. Like, I'm not going to lie. Lack of uh lack of ads out there on the uh the outfield. That's cool too. It's just a wall. It doesn't say like Honda. Know, right. Listen. It's kind of ridiculous that Fuck Ashley Honda. Madison what the hell is that? That's where Sorry, you can cheat on designer? people. You don't know Ashley Madison? It's no. where you, you go. It's the social network. It's like the Facebook for people that want to cheat on their spouses. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't have a spouse, but I want to cheat. <laughs> well, you can, I want to be a cheaty. Well, actually, uh, I found there's another site that is just rich men <laughs> that... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just showing David text that Fudge just sent me. It just says, Goosh, Goosh, what the fuck, Goosh, Goosh. What is Goosh, Goosh? Can someone explain he, that? It's just me? something Fudge says. He started saying it a couple years ago. He's like, Goosh, Goosh, Goosh. Hooligans going to see a mariachi band tonight. What the fuck? It's a poker-related term? Why, Frank? Right, Frank's got nothing to say. Goosh, Goosh, yeah. I like Goosh, Goosh. You I can't stop saying cars. it now. We're not playing cards tonight. We're going to see Chavez, baby. Who's going to see a band it's 1998 and Dave is fat and we're going to see Shout. That was the best. You were like, I was like, what is this fucking 1998? You're like, you want to come? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I didn't fun. say 1998 was a bad year for me. <laughs> I was totally serious. We will go to Chavez. I hope my wife's feeling better. Honey, if you're listening, she had a headache. Feel better. Is she going to be okay with you going? Honey, if you're listening, feel better. How's well, she's that? She's got to drive my drunken ass over there. I hope she's okay with her going. I ain't driving. Ah, you ain't going. Home run. I don't drive drunk. Oh, it's ten, the, the Irish guy only needs oh, one more man. run. It is 10 to 1 Toronto. Is that a grand slam? No, no it was a three-run. Three-run homer. The Blue Jays got popped. That's what a I told the Irish homer. guy last night. I said they could hit a lot of homers. Well, it's, it's up north. <laughs> the air's thinner up there. He had no idea what I was talking about. What the fuck are you on, man? What are you on about for Hawk's sake? I was actually at, um, in Astoria, where I live, there's a uh, small enclave of, of off-the-boat Irishmen. And, um, I like enclave. We walked. Thank you. <laughs> I, it's my, my $5 word for the day. And uh, we, I brought my buddy Eric, who is from um, Alabama, up to Astoria. And it was his first experience in Astoria. And all he knew was that Greek people live in Astoria. So we went. Which is true. And we, yeah, which is definitely true. More so than Irish people, obviously. And... Um, we went and got wasted somewhere and ended up in this Irish pub. And we walk in, and there's a bunch of Irish guys there. And uh, the first thing they asked is, obviously, it was a, a you know friends-only bar, kind of. We walk in. I, I instantly think we're going to get in a fight. Cause they're like, where are you from? And uh, you know, I was like, well, I'm from Brooklyn originally. And he goes, I'm from Alabama. And, uh, oh, right there, you know you have a problem. And uh, they were like, "Why? Where are you?" Not? Who's I? Well, actually, you know, I'm I'm from New Orleans, but I live in Alabama. And they were like, "New Orleans? Why don't you go back there and drown?" So, uh, <laughs> wow. So I was like, "All right, I'm I'm ready." So for I a, kicked them right. In the I'm face. ready for a fight at this point. But Eric, who is as big as I am, and but more muscly than I am, um, that's impossible. Just turns. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, six foot seven. <laughs> He actually, I, like, yeah, I want to just give you a visual. Dave is like a pumped up 
dude, like a Mr. Olympia type. I look like, like John Cena. He's like Cena. Kevin Nealon on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> so you ruined my punchline. But <laughs> sorry. So Eric just looks at these Irish guys and goes, where are you all from? Greece. <laughs> I can't tell if he didn't know the accent. Like, I don't know if he was joking or if he actually really thought they were from Greece. And we we didn't pay for a drink for the rest of the night. It was nice. awesome. Like they they thought it was absolutely hilarious. That'll work. <laughs> That's my new line. So where are you all from? Greece. Greece. Oh, speaking of uh, Greek people. Oh, good. Last night I, I always uh, talk to this guy at the uh, at the schoolyard when I go to pick up the kids. He's a Greek guy. He's well, he's an American guy, but he's Greek. 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 So, uh, and you know, uh, the only Greek I know is from the Jerky Boys. Uh, hey, Tony, Tony Samos, the, bu- the tomatoes, they went bad right on a bush. You remember that uh, phony phone call? Where he's like, who is this? And the guy's like, it's Tony Samos, the uh, tomatoes are no good. And he says, Skatalavas to the guy, right? No way. So every time I see this guy, I'm like, hey, how you doing? Skatalavas, kidding around. So last night, I asked him, I go, what does that mean? He goes, it means eat shit. No way. <laughs> yeah, I've been saying Skatalavas like, for... Dude, I'm so sorry. I've been saying it to every Greek person. I know. I'm like, Skatalavas! Skatalavas! It wasn't... But I'm not saying it right, but it means eat shit. So I've been telling no every every person on the street to eat shit. I went through a phase where I dated a lot of Greek Which girls. I think is a Greek thing anyway. I don't think that's an insult. In hey, Greece. audience, Skatalavas. I, <laughs> I think eating shit is a delicacy. Greeks are weird people. I, I, I did, I, <laughs> that might be a compliment. I mean, like, I, I dated a Greek girl for five, for five years. and uh, wow, That's a lot of anal. And uh, surprisingly, no. Um, what? Yeah. What do you was, mean surprisingly? I got, I got a dud, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she was reek. I bring this one back to the store. But, you, uh, you brought her back like a fucking you, bowling ball. Did you smell of olives and civilization? <laughs> Smell like democracy. <laughs> Baby heels and fucking olives. Frank is dying to play cards so bad. We're not playing cards. Frank comes over here. He, he knows we're not playing cards. He's sitting at the card table playing solitaire. That's bad. Is it that bad at home, Frank? <laughs> that you got to come to my house, sit at my card table, and play solitaire? I would say by yourself, but that would be redundant. <laughs> Just like Derek Straminski knows that Greek tragedies is a redundant statement. <laughs> You're missing the opportunity here. Well, I don't have it anyway. Oh, so Eat I shit, Derek. <laughs> Eat shit, Derek. Scatalavas, Derek. Scatalavas. So let me hear uh, about this Greek girl you dated. What's going on? Uh, well, she so she wasn't not into anal. Is that what she I'm wasn't. Hearing? She wasn't against. She had had a bad experience, I guess. Before well, how does that happen? Right? <laughs> it's always it's a never bad a good experience. Wow. Your penis is in an ass. It's horrible. <laughs> and that's where the poop it's like comes out. Like backwards. Poop does come out there. The poop does come out, and that's not you know. There's, that's something you like. You you act like you're more into when you're younger, and then like later. Bullshit. You're just like, really? Are you still into that? What? You're not. No, you're I'm not. lying. It's a. It, I don't you're care lying. for it. You're lying. You, both of you are lying. Both of you are lying. Not lying. Yeah. Whatever. I hope my I, mom's I, not listening. Hope you, yeah. you, mom, hey, mom, if you're into if you're it, call me. Oh, God. Uh, mom, if you're listening, we don't like it, so that's yeah. good. We're good boys. No, they're not. Not many tonight. <laughs> don't worry. They're going to download the podcast. You can download the podcast through iTunes. Which I actually did see people say, you know, where's the, where's the yeah, podcast? Because, that's good. Yeah. People are looking for the podcast uh, if you want. They were going to be disappointed, I, though, because I wasn't on last week. You know, week, I so. suck at computers. It's really hard for me to get it up, so I edit the entire show. Yeah, it I is. I don't want to go through my... <laughs> it's really hard for me to, uh, you know, to get it going. So hopefully by... You the, the by, podcast. Usually by midweek, we'll have it up, and we thank Jim Birch 
all the way from Chicago who helps Thanks, me out with Jim. that when he can. Thank you, Jim. And Jim's the best. right now, all three podcasts are up at livefromthebarrage.com slash podcasts. And you could listen to all of them there uh, in MP3 form. And and uh, I think the iTunes might be working at this point. At least the first two shows are up on iTunes. Or maybe could, not the third one. You could be immortalized by calling in. I mean, I, yeah, I really right. wish we had more calls. And then uh, as, I, you're, as you're walking around delivering the mail or what have you, you could uh, listen to yourself <laughs> on the, <laughs> on the are we trying to get Allie Redmond to call in? <laughs> <laughs> when you're tweeting about that dead man you found. <laughs> I got mad today. She said she was listening to Ron and Fez on the mail route, and I'm like, damn it, i got to get that podcast up so the mailman can listen to me. I thought she, I, like, I always assumed I'm, I, she tells me all the time that I'm one of her favorite people. I would assume that she would actually listen to our show. The hell's There's going on? Bumping. What the hell is that? Sounds like uh, when you put yourself on top of a marshal or something. Yeah, it's got that inter- Sounds like. Anyway. But um, yeah, I mean, I would love that that crowd interaction. You know, if, if what the fuck is it? Hmm. Okay. Fantastic. Is it the what the record? fuck is that noise? Remember that terrible SLD song? What's that noise? What's that noise? Trolley. All right, so Trolley. All right, I'm going to talk about sports. And I know that that's usually a problem. But uh, what did I, anyone else see the 50 greatest Mets thing on SMY? Um, was that where there was like a round table? No, no, they panelists? just they just they just went through. I guess there was a, a judging process previously. No, I didn't. But uh, I didn't see number it. one. I, I think you can guess who number one would be as the obvious number one Met of all time. Um, no, Mike I don't. Piazza. Oh, Tom Seaver, Mike Piazza, it was Frank Viola. No, uh, uh, <laughs> Mackie Sasser. <laughs> it was Tom, Tom Seaver is number one. Um, I, I thought I now that. between now last night I, I was watching they did like the top five at least and uh, between two and five it gets a little hazy. It's tough. It's tough. I thought I thought Keith should have been higher. Than I he think was. Keith's number two. Yeah, I think Keith is definitely number two. I don't think Dwight Gooden. If you really think, and I'm a Mets no, fan, no, I'm putting Gooden down like seven or Gooden, eight. Gooden had two good years, two amazing. Amazingly dominant 85 years. 85 and 86 or 86? 84 and 85. I mean, huh. I think, like, 86, yeah. he actually wasn't that good of a year for right. him. Right, and he uh, lost both World Series games, I believe. Yes, he wasn't. He was not a force. I mean, he, he helped get them there. But as far as um, as Mets go, I mean, like... Oh. I stole my phone. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But, I mean, they. I think they tried to mix up eras. So, like... um. Uh, who was the pitcher from the seventy? John Matlack, like, was like number like eleven, and I was like, hmm. I'm, I don't even know that guy, and I'm a, I've been a Mets fan my whole life. Yeah, right? I, know, I never heard. Um, of him. But I mean, Bud Harrelson was up there. Um, Mike they, Scott. <laughs> Mike Scott is a ball scuffing motherfucker, and he never Mike played. Scuff? Mike Scuff. Mike Scuff. They should have a top ten of players that went on to be great somewhere uh, else. Right? That's a good list. point. Or, Kevin or, or, or oh, were oh, great and then came there and exactly. failed. Exactly. That's a longer list. Yeah. So we're great before. Uh, Roberto Alomar, Vince Coleman. Wait, Mo Vaughn. Mo Vaughn. Jason Bay. Jason Bay. Were we adding him to that list already? Oh, wait, why not? Um, but no, let's talk about, was Beltran a success here? Yes. All right, this is the thing. Yeah, if you, say, if right, you look at the numbers, he was. But that one strikeout. But I hate him. That one strikeout in the in the series with the Cards is is gonna. And the fact that that motherfucker plays for the Cardinals now, like, what happened to the days where Jackie Robinson got traded and retired rather than play for another team? Sure, you know. Yeah. Like, well, those days are gone. It's because of money. So they have like you know Beltran talking about how he's a you know he's a Cardinal now, but he's still you know that's one of the dark moments of his life or his career or whatever. It's like fuck that, you know, like that. That, yeah. you know, I want, I want a player that bleeds that color, you know. And I think, sure, 
that doesn't that's, happen in any no. sport anymore. Does well, it? This hockey it does happen, um, but the money also has to be right. You know, hopefully they'll lock up David Wright forever. But if if he's if, hitting four eleven, lock, lock up Lenny Dykstra. Well, Lenny Dykstra was not high enough on that list, in my opinion, either. He was my favorite player for really? most of the 80s, yeah. I love Wally back because I like the underdogs in second baseman. Come you, on, Ray Knight. Nah, well, Ray Knight is Ray Knight. Carlos Beltran is killing it this year. He's got yeah, of course he is. He Carlos Beltran's great because he's not in the Mets anymore. He's batting 300. He's got 32 RBIs. Five stolen bases. Unbelievable. Do you think it's the press, like the New York press, that ruins them? Do you think it's the? I think Beltran's the kind of guy who can't handle that 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 amount of attention. Uh-huh. Beltran was great in New York. The only problem was all the injuries that he had. He was injured for most of the time. That he, he was, was injured a lot, and you know, he, he uh, listen, man. He, I don't care what you say. I think he dogged it a few times out there in the outfield too. Yeah. And when you see a guy who doesn't hustle, it that's instant. The fans yeah. are gonna hate you. But the thing is, like, look on the other you side. Got to do it once. Someone like Andy Chavez, who like will be a more like, for, for a, a series that Chavez. the Mets lost, that like made that one catch that just like you know any Mets fan remembers that catch. Oh, uh, let's see. Can I remember that catch? Hmm. Hmm. Yes, I can because I was at the game. Oh okay. wow, you were at that game. Did you sneak into Fucking that one too? Did your, phone, did your phone get stolen afterwards. Awesome. Show off. I was yeah. also at the game where uh, <laughs> I was waiting for. Uh, him to throw at Roger Clemens. And he threw behind him. Who was that pitcher? Estes. Estes. Sean Estes. He had 10 strikeouts in that game. Bastard. But throwing behind, it, throwing behind the batter is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. But he missed. Don't miss. So, yeah, I'll go uh, I'll go Seaver, Keith, Strawberry Piazza. Who am I going to put five? Cranepool, Kingman? No, Kingman was was on there. Dave Kingman, what? I have Ed Cranepool's autograph. Thank you, Mike, on you're, a ball. You're over welcome. There. <laughs> um, ha- happy holidays. How about, guys, how about guys who shouldn't Edgar- be Mets? Like Edgardo Alfonso Tom was amazing. Glavin. Tom yeah, Glavin should never have been a Met. Bobby Bonilla. Ugh. Bonilla. All over, it's great for us, baseman. Um, John Franco. John Franco, yes. Yeah, but you know, I never, I was never crazy about him. Not you know, a great closer. I mean, you knew, you knew the game was was. No, you always knew the game was was hung in the balance when he came in. Yeah. You, when your best pitch is a changeup, anything can happen. They should have kept um, Orozco. He pitched way well into Jesse like, Orozco yeah. was the best. Worst yeah. worst Mets closer ever is obviously. Uh, Benitez. Oh, Armando Benitez was great. Every time he came in, you're like, this motherfucker is going to blow it. The only, I remember, uh, there was a chance. Lead. There was a chance for a while that the only thing that he could beat was his wife because he, he, oh for, he got arrested wow. for domestic abuse. Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah. Because uh, he would come in and the game would always be. I mean, it would be exciting. Um, I liked uh, uh, Duaner Sanchez was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, there's a lot of forgotten Mets that, like, you know. Yeah, I like uh, guys that you know would uh, just uh, be role players and come in. Uh, uh, fucking Super Joe McEwing. Utili- Joe McEwing was great. Utility uh, man. Uh, yeah. You love guys like that. It's scrappy guys hustle every play and uh, hey, put me anywhere. I'm in. Who's Howard Johnson? Hojo. Hojo. Oh, just great for the mustache. Great I, I think the Mets needed Tim someone Tuffle. with a mustache. Tim nah. Temple now, fuck that guy. Yeah, I agree. I just don't like the way he looks. He like, <laughs> what, always Minnesota looks like he smelled twin? shit. What? Yeah. He's like one of those guys that like, his default face is like he smelled a fucking turd. Like, I, I don't shuffle. understand that. Really? Yeah. He's in a Mets uniform. God, you guys are yeah, he's, a, he's a third, third base, base coach. coach, right? Yeah. He is. And he fucked up already like twice. I miss Ricky Henderson. 
I miss Ricky Henderson as a Mets coach. Mickey, Ricky Henderson, I'm not even sure he knew he was on the Mets. If you asked him, he probably would be like, what? This is not the Bronx. This is bullshit. He was like he was like twelve or thirteen. I mean, but like all they focused on was the ball through Buckner's legs, and they yeah, actually had yeah, Chris yeah. Rock. Which on. is unfair to Mookie too. Yeah, well, Chris and Rock. Buckner. Chris Rock actually brought up a point. And he was like, he uh, there was a point, and actually there was a really funny clip because um, it was from a, a practice or whatever, and it was Piazza talking to Mookie, and Mookie was the coach, mm-hmm. and he goes, you know, he's like, I think you would have beat it anyway. And right. like, there's a, that's a big argument. Like, would he have beaten yeah, that yeah. anyway? He right. might have beaten. He that. might have beaten it anyway. And you know, and Mookie just started laughing, and he was like, "We were really lucky." You yeah, know? but yeah, I mean, yeah. I really well, that's think that's a thing to say. And also, Mookie Wilson, I've heard rumors that he's not the brightest bulb. He's a really nice. I met him once. He was a really nice guy. Very yeah. religious. Very okay, like you know, yeah. like why he asked you about Jesus? No, he he like he was did he did the uh, God bless you kind of. Did he have like, jelly beans? Yeah. He did not have jelly. Do we have any more jelly beans? I would love a fucking I have, I have pretzel rods. All of all of the jelly beans that remain. <laughs> I want some fucking jelly beans. I brought the pretzel rods. We don't have enough right snacks on the show. If you want to send us snacks, I mean, yeah. other send than Send us snacks to... Um, Fudd sandwiches. <laughs> all right, so listen, this is getting crazy. Not one call or so. Anyway, well, all right, we pass. might have to wrap it up and, and go to Chavez go. now. And I got to pee. Let's do this. Yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. Yo, we're out. Hey, wait. Yeah. I got uh, some songs to play. All right. <laughs> Enjoy yeah. the songs. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I'll try to get the podcast up, and uh, you can go to... Uh www.livefromthebarrage.com and listen to the MP3s of the last three shows. This is our fourth show, and uh, I'll get the podcast up. And if you want to donate, I just got to say it. So far, we have one donation for ten dollars. If you want to donate, you could send uh, send me ten bucks at uh, www. Oh, no, what's what, what is it? John C. Houlihan at uh, gmail dot com would be my PayPal we'll, we will send address. you a, a t shirt. Um, it yeah. won't be a live from the barrage T-shirt. It'll no, be a T-shirt that we find. I but, have uh, T-shirts. I have. Already. I have a. Um, <laughs> I have a truck full of T-shirts and records from my band. I would be glad to send you. Yeah, any of those items. And I have some download cards from your band that yeah. I'm supposed to give to someone <laughs> in your band. But, really? Uh, yeah. We have download cards. Yeah. Oh, oh, the fuck for the fuckflex. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, Hugo know. actually called me today and was like, you know, can you send those over to us? Because I, I got them day before yesterday. But, there, uh, oh, you're the download card guy. Well, oh, Dean good. gave them to me. How did you get roped into that? Coming. Dean came All to right. our sh- Dean came to our show and he was like, "Can you give these to those bands? That band because they're a bunch of fuck ups and Gallagher can't come get these cards." So, oh, so you're like uh, I'm the messenger. Conduit. You're yeah. the liaison. Exactly. Is there anything you want to plug? Let's uh, talk about. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tens have fluff with June 16th at Hellgate Social with Dave's band, The Mess Around. So that's that's a live from the Barrage show. That's gonna be yeah, uh, and Naked Heroes, right? Yeah, Naked Heroes are gonna be fucking killer. And that that's your record release party, or that will be record? our official record release cool. party for our album Boner Time. Uh, <laughs> is that really that the, the actual title of the album? That is called Boner Time. It's fucking um, great. It's got a picture of the cover is a girl. Boner that, Time is in reference to when you order uh, answer the door. For oh yeah, well actually Chinese yes. Food. When you have a sick day at home, like I did today, and you order Chinese food, and you're jerking off, and you forget that you ordered Chinese food, and then the guy comes, you try and do the tuck, but the tuck doesn't work, and um, it pops out, and the Chinese guy <laughs> gets an extra tip. Oh, oh get it, tip. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I've been thinking about that the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> Working on that material. Yeah. Well, he's Chinese, so he's probably a little jealous, you know. Yeah. Oh. What the fuck is going on with the sound? We're going to fix that, too. But, uh, yeah, so we'll bring you a T-shirt. Come come June 16th. Um, it'll be a great show. Um, anything else you have coming up? Risk War? Uh, no, no. Nope, nope. You um, played that park show. How was that park show? The uh, Tompkins Square Park was yeah. awesome. Frank was there. 
I played terribly. I, I, I had a few clams. I didn't think I played How very well. clams have to do with this? And uh, Seafood and That and was also incidentally the same day of the Rangers game. So I left Tompkins Square Park. Is that when I ran into you? Clams. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we should. T- I got to talk about it. So I leave Tompkins Square Park. Oh, good. And I go to... Uh, I, I'm on my way to the Rangers game. My wife's mad at me because I'm leaving her at the park to go straight to the Rangers game. And I get on the L train, and uh, I'm, I'm transferring from the L to the 1 to go to Penn Station. And who do I see but Dave Harris? The best was... 8 million what? people in the city. I run right into him. I hear, hey, John. And there he is. We say hi, and we walk, you know, we, we exchange pleasantries. And uh, we walk away, and, and my girlfriend goes, I think he was drunk. <laughs> I had not had a drink. What do you mean? I got to talk to her. That's not cool. <laughs> You're a boozy. And the re- by the way, the rest of my band was drinking before the show in the park with paper bags. I did not touch a drop. That's old school Thompson Square Park, though. I mean, like, honestly, yeah. like, I'm surprised that you guys played. Not one person in your band has dreadlocks. And <laughs> uh, you don't have scabies. Fine. The band after us. Like a, there, was, a uh, there, were, there were a few junkies sleeping in the front of the stage. And uh, they were dancing in, at first. <laughs> and then they, they conked out. But yeah, I, I ran into Dave, and uh, no, I was not drunk. I had not uh, any substance nor booze you still in my your system. Phone. I just I was on Gatorade, man. Still had my phone at that Should point. I had my Dave will attest to the fact I had my Ranger jersey slung over my shoulder and ready to go. You did. It was hot that day, so no. Um, yes. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't hungover. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then then I went straight to the Rangers game. Uh, met Artie. Rangers win, lose phone. Meet Dave Harrison the whole thing. That was my Saturday. It was beautiful. And the next day was Mother's Day. How was that? I'm in so much trouble. Really? Did you not get anything? No, I did. But I had to go to work all day Sunday, so do you, are, are I can't talk about it. I might have to kill me. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> are your kids old enough now that they get their own presents, or do you still have to cover that? No, they're still too young. I'm like, make a, make a card for mom. Hurry up. Yeah. They did. And then one of my kids writes her name on it, like, Happy Mother's Day, Colette. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> Mom, he writes on it. That's what the awesome. hell? <laughs> See, I'm at that good middle ground right now where, like, my mom lives in another state. My stepmother lives on Long Island, so I didn't have to. I didn't have to go to either one of them. My grandmothers are are dead. Um, Thank God. My girlfriend is not <laughs> is not knocked up. So I mean, thank God. This is these, these are the years I cherish where I don't. That's what you think, pal. Listen. Sorry, go No, well, I mean, what happens? I mean, like... I was at Mario's party. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't even... Some Mother's Day. Seven. There's mothers. They, you know, like, the miracle of life. How many times does that happen? You know? Yeah. Uh, too, too, too many. Yeah. There's... What? <laughs> <laughs> Holy Christ. No, I love the miracle of life. Not yeah. the movie. The yeah. actual miracle of life. Because yeah. the movie is disturbing. Go ahead. What about the movie Miracle. Um, uh, with with Kurt Russell's a, best role. Kurt Russell is Herb Brooks. Yes, Herb Brooks uh, immediately hired by the Rangers after the Miracle on Ice. God, they didn't win anything, but uh, I think they made the playoffs a couple Not times. Not one shit. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll see you next week. We'll see you next Friday. We'll be back back at our Thanks regular coming regular time, hopefully at uh, eight p.m. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for calling in. Fuckers All the callers. Jerks. We're waiting for caller number one. Caller number one. To win playoff tickets. Yeah, you can hey. sneak in with John to the uh, Rangers game. I will give whoa, away playoff whoa, whoa. tickets. Don't give away my spot. I will. If I get enough uh, donations. Really? That's yeah. how it's going to go down? It's no, a, this is like PBS. If you, donate, if you donate $2,000, John will sneak you into a Rangers game. Listener supported uh, to sneak into the Rangers game. 
free Rangers <laughs> legal tickets. We need those weird like jazz breaks that they have, like that just yeah. don't make any sense on NPR. What the fuck is this? They like, play music. I, I'm not a big fan of the playing music of musical bed underneath while you're talking. I think it's. I, I think you're out. crazy. It's it's because then you rest air on that. Is dead air. Uh, it is Whatever. twelve to one right now. Oh, wow! Oh, Irish guy, you just missed it. Oh, that sucks. Twelve Irish guy. to one, and here come the pretzels. <laughs> We call them wiener whackers. Whitey whackers. All right. We'll see you on Friday. Thanks, Thanks for guys. listening. Thank you. See if this works. Blah, blah. Uh, Throw yeah, that, that shit down. Air. Dave, <laughs> let's get down with that shit. Dude. I know what's going on here. <laughs> Up next, we got the Chipmunks <laughs> with their yeah. song, on I Play four. Records on that 45. at the Wrong Speed. What a disaster. Anyway, thank you. We'll see you on Friday. Look forward to at seeing you. 8 p.m. next week. Yep. The same link. Just click on it with your mouse. Telemundo Especial. Como se Thanks.